up? What's up? What's up? We have made it. We have made it to a plateau that not a lot of folks reach. We have missed an opportunity, Chris. I'm already seeing in Twitch chat that there should have been a photoshopped 300 poster with our faces on it. Of course, they're referring to the episode. I'm sorry, the movie where people are kicked into giant holes. (laughs) We have missed that. How are you doing, world? My name is Sean. This is Weekly Games Chat, and we are episode 300. What is up? I remember not too long ago, we did like 200, and it was the first time you saw us on camera, but, you know, it's different now. (laughs) But not so much. Of course, I introduced next the J in Weekly Games Chat. What? That makes no sense. His name is John. He is handsome. His shirt's always ironed. He is the better half when there are two of us, for sure, of the show. He is the man, the myth, the legend. What's up, John? You know, I can't even count to 250, let alone 300. <laughs> Wait, I've Uno, dos, tres. Let me try it. One, two, no, <laughs> to stop, shut it down. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. Can't, can't. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. And and then you it heard his voice. Pleasure. It's a pleasure. You heard his voice. Yeah, John's drink. If you're watching us on Twitch TV, John is drinking his Tuesday beer. Is classic. I think uh, we John, all should have at least drank beer for today. The- yeah, today. <laughs> um, what is it? The standard that you've been drinking, John? Actually, no. This is uh this is like a. I think this is like a Heineken, but it's. It's from Aldi. It's like a generic. <laughs> it's a Aldi generic kind of just a lager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, without further ado, let's welcome the greatest uh, ghost of all time. Remember, he was a ghost because he stepped in when I got hurt. That was after he retired and came back like Jordan wearing the four or five. Uh, that is the man himself. Chris, what's up, Chris? How you doing, man? I've been hanging out with you all day. Hold on. So I know you feel good. Let me go ahead and get my 23 so I can, you know, because four or five, four or five didn't work out that year. So he did drop, what was it? 60 or 70 points or something on the Knicks wearing the four or five. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It was, yeah. it was legit. It he was legit. Do I'm doing good. But uh, it's yeah, it, doing good. Doing good. That's what's up. Yeah. Wow. It, it was a nice weekend. Uh, weather has been generally better for the first time in like a month or three. <laughs> so it's been, it's been nice to walk outside and walk around the neighborhood and, you know, get a good, burn so to speak well i will say this uh it's funny you say that because i noticed just before we started recording uh one of the ads i saw was for the weather and apparently like a lot of people in the country are going to experience a winter storm the other part of the country including us it's going to rain for like a week (laughs) so that's great i was at least john you know i know you're known as sick boy uh, you have allergies just like myself. At least the pollen, oh my God, is going to go away, right? I just gave up and I just started. I, I broke out a razor blade and I, now I'm snorting it, just, <laughs> just just to get used to it, right? And it's, yeah, uh, it's really out. whatever. It's really bad right just now, whatever. just because you know we're not really going anywhere, it's right? Just right, because we, we work at home, and uh, <laughs> it's like I walked outside today, and my whole entire car, I think, had like about two inch layer of pollen just sitting yeah. there. It's like snow, but yellow <laughs> and weird. And it makes you sneeze, but I got to give a shout out. I see some first timers over on our Twitch chat. 
If you have no idea what that is, of course, twitch.tv is home to people who stream video games, uh, talk shows, podcasts even. And so we're we're doing that, that we are streaming the weekly game chat live recording over there. Uh, so shout out uh, my first one live. Can't wait. What's up, Cosmic? Thank you so much for joining us. We're seeing a lot of sub, some up, names that I haven't seen in a while in chat. That makes me feel fantabulous. So, yeah. Um, and, and John, um, that was you that said two more sips and you'll be drunk. I was going to say somebody was drinking with you. That's really, really funny. Chris, Chris, you just not have, do you have any beer in the house or did you just drink it all? <laughs> I, you know, when, when I produce and I drink, bad things happen. So uh, I don't think so. Wonderful. I disagree. I, wonderful things. Happen. I don't, yeah. I don't need like, I think the, the wake up, like, you know, the uh, intervention moment in my life was when I was like, I didn't know I needed a drunk Chris rant on Dragon Age. That message came through the Twitter, but I was like, might be the best thing I've ever gotten. I was like, oh no, <laughs> can't you did do a that. rant on Dragon Age. I forgot I did a rant on Dragon yeah, Age. Yeah, <laughs> the last time he was drunk, we were talking about Dragon Age, and he went off on. Yeah, just, it, we're used to it, John. So I don't even think we caught that it was a rant. Gotcha. But it was, it was, it was one of those situations. For sure. Uh, I want to, I want, before we go into other things, because I think we all watched the Justice League Snyder Cut. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I want to ask Chris this question. Sure. Um, and I, I want to give the people a fun fact. It's episode 300. And to get the 300, we had to get to, you know, like we had to start with a one. Episode one. Take us back to that day, Chris. Uh, what did you and original host, Chris, it's, I cloned myself. Chris and Chris. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys talk about and for how many episodes did you talk about that game? <laughs> we did not know. So the first episode was a week before Witcher 3 came out, oh, I believe. Okay. So yeah, we were we were hyped up on that. But more so it was like an intro because we want we you know, we didn't really know what the format was going to be. Um I'd written some notes I believe for for news, right? Things like that. But we kind of just talked about what it is we play and and all that kind of stuff and it's just really hard because it it would have been easier maybe starting with you guys right because i know right. both of you guys i didn't know chris i was literally in tony's apartment uh yeah. meeting him really for the first time and because tony was starting his network yeah. and he yeah. wanted to get together a gaming network yeah like I, for video games chat and stuff i had been on tony's podcast like two or three times to talk about random things mainly with games and movies and stuff but you know, it it was a it was an interesting day. I mean, like for those who don't know, Game On came on in a way I got mocked on live air because I was I didn't know how to end the show and I just went Game On. I guess I don't know. And he was yeah. And Chris just let me have it, <laughs> no holds bar. That kind to of to this thing. day he still mockingly says it. He used to work yeah. at the same building as me, <laughs> and from he had this booming voice. And from down the hall one day, hey sure, Game On. <laughs> <laughs> game on brother for sure and i don't think uh, i think it was like the second or third one i started saying your mom's box just because you kept badgering me to say it like you wanted yeah. me to say it so i was like okay yeah, it was a thing i was like you never know if you're going to get back on the air so uh, so the, so for anybody paying attention at home if you ever have a trivia for weekly games chat history <laughs> there was no game talked about in the first probably game chat podcast <laughs> evolve probably got mentioned um, but it wasn't even called Weekly Games Chat. Of course, back in those days, it was called Games and Games with Chris and Chris. It had a nice jingle. Games you you folks who've been around since day one, you know this. 
Uh, I do have some sad news, and this is the perfect time to bring this up. Nothing like a 300th episode <laughs> with happiness. You can no longer listen to episodes one through 150-ish. There's got to be yeah. a way. They have been, they're done. They are Diablo 3 safe filed. I'll tell this you that is, much. This is, yeah, this is Diablo 3 is not DC Universe where because we moved to the Silver Age or whatever, the Gold Age or whatever is still back. No, no, there is there is no pre-crisis, John. Crisis got rid yeah. you know. This we're not going to have WoW Legacy Edition come out for weekly games chat. They are gone. They are lost. John, um, what's not lost, and I think hopefully this makes sense is when the 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 face you made when i said i'm pretty sure we all watched the justice league snyder cut and it I was knew I, I knew i forgot something <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh my god i don't think you forgot it john um so i i want to hear thoughts and or prayers you know we, we don't have to make it you know like it's a topic we did think about making this a topic by the way yeah <laughs> which would have been hilarious uh, but you know, what are some of your thoughts and prayers like about thoughts the, and prayers. the Snyder cut that you watched of the justice league? Well, can I first say to, to Chris, um, he had asked me, I think it was, I think it was, um, I think Friday. it was Friday. You, yeah. you asked me if I'd watched it yet. And I said, no, I'm waiting. And he's like, what could you possibly be waiting for? And I said, like, uh, well, you know, I texted Aiden cause he was with his dad last week. And I said, you know, I'm the Snyder cuts out. Um, if you want, I can wait for you. He goes, yeah, please wait for me. He I said, it's going to be about four hours. And he said, well, it might, I might want to make that two sittings, which immediately made me irritate irritable. But so I'm waiting, you know, I do the right thing. I wait for him. And, and I'm saying to Clarissa, you know, I, I really, who's my wife, your wife, really wanna, your wife. I really want to, I just, I kind of just want to do it, watch it, you know, and yeah. he says, just do it. And I said, no, I don't want to do that. I, I said, I wouldn't. And so he shows up Friday, and guess what happens? He'd already watched he'd it. Already, he already watched it. No, he don't want to watch it. To this day, he hasn't watched it. He's just—he's like, I just want to play Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Play Fortnite. Teenagers. Fortnite. So I oh watched. I watched. I. Oh, John's frozen. Watched John's the frozen. Snyder cut. Logged on to my PC. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's how I watched. Am I frozen? You were. Yeah, it, it actually picked so up very uh, well. So I ended up watching it. Yeah, so I ended up watching it. You Friday watched it in a, in a full sitting. And that's no, I watched about th- I watched about seventy five percent of it in uh, Friday night, and then I finished it on Saturday. Mm. I watched it, I think, in three parts, and I didn't. Uh, we're gonna save Chris for last because he is, believe it or not, if you've listened to this show and you know Chris, you may think he is a uh, Marvel guy. Uh, I'm here to tell you, our boy Chris is is like. This the C and DC is Chris. <laughs> he is legit. Definitely putting Chris. that out there. Uh, but I'd I'd watched Justice League once before. Uh the the Whedon cut, if you want to call it. We shouldn't even call it that. That was the WB cut. Let's yeah. make, let's be honest. The Snyder cut was amazing to me. It flowed great. It gave backstory when needed for characters. Um now it wasn't like the best movie ever as far as superheroes it probably didn't rival some of the best marvel movies you've seen but it was really good and it was better than it was what we kind of wanted to build on do you agree with that john chris uh i got to see things like wonder woman do things that she should do in a scene 
uh, I saw Superman be awesome in a way that I don't remember the original Justice League having Superman be that way. He was dead. Well, we're not going to spoil it. I mean, of course, if you watch Batman v Superman, you already know. And if you've seen Justice League, you know. Uh, But I I just felt like it was done good. (laughs) I enjoyed it. I actually want to watch it again. When I watched the first one, I didn't want to watch it again. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, let's pivot to Chris, who is our resident DC guy who had to tell me who Steppenwolf was, who the guy that I thought was bootleg Thanos quickly corrected to go, no, 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 no. No. Thanos was basically created to rival this guy. Dark side. Darkseid could bounce Thanos around like a volleyball. <laughs> he don't need no stones to do right, things right. that he wants to do. You know? Yeah. You know, there's pretty much one person that stands up to him and his name is Superman. That's it. You know, no and one else can rival. loses. Yeah. Uh, Nacho says it's almost like this is how the, the movie should have been made. Hilarious. Yeah. If you don't know the backstory, Zack Snyder had to leave. He had a death in his family. Everything yeah. kind of got derailed. The fans spoke out, wanted him to do this cut. He did it um, kind of pretentiously because it's like, it's got to be four or three box. It's how he intended it. Apparently. 78 inch TV. I want to watch it in, in widescreen. Apparently the reason it's four three is that that's actually the aspect ratio for IMAX. So that's why, like, is that in his vision? This oh, yeah. Like if you're in a theater, IMAX, IMAX is four three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, you know, but I'm like. Yeah, but no one's going to watch this on an IMAX screen, so just make it 16 by 9. Thank you. Move on with our lives. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, – I, I agree. I think when you compare it to the original cut, it's a good evidence of the worst people for movies are movie studio executives. And that's what obviously happened here was they had this four-hour thing, and they didn't know what to do with it. They didn't know how it should be released, right? So instead, they panicked, and they looked and said, this is nothing like Marvel. And they went and hired Josh Whedon and said, punch this up, change the tone, change the way it looks, so that we can start pivoting DC to be more like Marvel. And that's what they've done since. If you watch Aquaman, yeah, if you watch the same. Yeah, they've made that clean pivot. Yeah, and even like the teases that we're getting for uh, Suicide Squad, right? Everything kind of looks like it's a lot more lighthearted, a lot more color, right? <laughs> As opposed to the classic Zack Snyder, I hate anything that has saturation in it. Um, but as far saturation. as like this, I, I kind of take it as I, I, I'm not going to judge it as like a true, true film because I get it. It's more in line with Peter Jackson's extended version than what would have been if he had had the choice to make this a three hour movie for theaters. Um, right. But for the most part, yeah, I agree. Like he does a lot better job than the movie ever did of building out his characters because Steppenwolf is about the most bland villain that they could have picked. Like, you know, he's, he's about the equal to me of Ronan, the accuser from guardians where that's not the thing you remember from that movie. You remember the guardians, right? And that's kind of how it feels here. It's like Steppenwolf is a thing and they do a better job with him than they did in the original, but really it's about establishing cyborg, establishing the flash, Wonder Woman, Batman, and then bringing back Superman to, you know, what is he now, right? And I think that's where the film does its best job. I still think he's got classic Snyderisms that you just either like or dislike. I personally kind of have a love-hate relationship with it. And I didn't know why the epilogue thing, because that apparently was all the new stuff that they shot, was that last part. 
and you could tell like that one scene with uh with Affleck right by the lake you could tell he's like four years older <laughs> than he was in that that was shot more recently but um for the most part yeah I think it's enjoyable I like the fact that it parts and it's just a shame because now I'm like I would rather this be the launching ground of where we are going next for DC as opposed to where they kind of are right now. And I don't know what that is. That's true. Uh, Nacho points out in our Twitch chat uh, that the issue with the DCEU is that it's not meant to mimic Marvel. The comics are different inherently than the Marvel movies. And the movie should reflect that. Do you kind of agree with that being that you have a rich history in reading comics? I do not. Yeah. I mean, I've read one comic and I don't remember what it was. There are so many variations of comics <laughs> and, and takes on them. You know, just even freaking Frank Miller's Batman is vastly different from others that I've read. So, well, you, you know, in the Marvel universe, you've got the you've got Iron Man and Marvel uh, and and Spider Man cracking jokes when they're fighting villains. Yeah. When I was reading comics, and you know, to some degree, I still do. But when I was reading comics big in my early teens, DC and Marvel were light and dark. DC was a very dark universe. And I think, you know, I don't know how it reflects itself now. I, I you know, I, I think that Kingdom Come might, you know, stories like that are darker in tone, but they have a brighter art style. But back when I was reading comics, the grittiness of a Snyder interpretation was DC. Now, whether that reflects now, whether that's relevant now, I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I, I think this movie is a validation for Zack Snyder, not only for the film, but in many ways um, for his, for his filmmaking style, you know, and, and you know, Chris, uh, Chris and I are, are, are kind of the same with Snyder. He's a hit and miss everything. Ever since he did 300, he, he's just, he's just kind of thought that his, how did we miss 300 tying in Zack Snyder's justice league with a 300 episode? It was right there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. But you know, th this, you know, while this cut m might not have worked properly in a theater setting, um, you know, it was very, it was episodic. You can, you could treat it like, you could treat it like it was something you were going to binge like a television series. It's not that much uh, shorter than WandaVision. And I would argue better. <laughs> so, I think I would too. Nope. Chris, uh, Chris will disagree, but I agree. No. But, Crazy. Yeah, the, the, the one of the things, I mean, there's so many not only did they make Cyborg's character in a sense, very central to the story, but they gave, they gave Bruce Wayne and his bat and, and Ben Affleck's Batman, the, the Iron Man treatment, you know, it's, it's, it's Tony Stark who funds the Avengers. It's Bruce Wayne who funds justice league. They give him, they give him that leadership role because he is the leader of the justice league. And this, and this movie puts him in that spot. They, it puts him in that control in a way that the, that the original version of the film just did not do. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with you that the movie did make us seem like Batman was the quote leader. I feel like we all know he's not, if that makes sense. I, well, I'd, I'd sign I, off on a hundred percent that he's the look, creator. Let's say this. Superman is queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Batman is the prime minister. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I think I Batman Superman. is in control of the Justice League. It's more of like, to me, he's the guy that, it, it, it's alluding kind of to how it is in the comics, right? Where 
he even says it. He realizes he needs Superman because Superman is the one who can unite everyone, right? Yeah. And home, kind, of, kind of like in the way that Tony Stark realized <laughs> that he needed Captain America because it's After like... After they fought. Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so... But I, I make the ships and the weapons and, and, and I dude, fund yeah. this operation. It's it's I, my this is my business. Pretty much. I like legit. I can't tell you guys how much more I enjoyed the Snyder Cut, uh, other than just to say just that. Um and I gotta be honest, I'm gonna make this opportunity a pivot opportunity for a Ooh. purchase Chris and I made. Um if you do like this, Chris, I don't know if yours can be seen, but Chris now owns a secret lab Titan chair. Yeah. I also own a secret lab Titan chair and I viewed the Snyder cut in my secret lab Titan chair. I'm going to keep saying their name and hope say send this one, John, so I can send it to you because this chair is legit. It's very nice. Um, we, we, Chris and I bought them on what they call the stay at home sale. And uh, so we got about a hundred and some odd dollars off. It was exactly that. There was no tax. It's all included and they get it to you in like a day. It's fantastic. So yeah. highly, I, I've seen streamers and, and, and folks on YouTube and, and things like that have these chairs. And I was like, what are they doing? You know, we're freezing up a lot. I'm not. Am I freezing up? No, you're, yeah, you're I'm, fine. I'm rocking. And, and Chris and I, Chris got it first. You know, he got his in first. I got mine in and I can't speak highly enough about him. I did have an issue where one of my buttons was kind of off. Customer service is on top of it. They're already getting ready to get me some new, some new stuff to fix it, to make it right. So uh, that's what's up. I'm going to tell you guys that much. What else is up? And John, I would love your thoughts first. I say that sarcastically. J-Rod is no more. J-Lo, on the, on the heels of our 300th episode, J-Lo and A-Rod are calling it quits, John. That's what you're going with, huh? <laughs> I, I saw that. It was trending. And I go, I got to just see John's face. He may not say a thing about it, but it happened, you know, they are no more. That's crazy. Our friend of the show, Mike, thinks Harper. that she's going to end up like old and, you know, together with Mark Antony. That was like her soulmate. And they just kind of aren't a thing. Because anymore. does Mike read in touch weekly or something? <laughs> I don't know, but I think he keeps up. I think he he's somewhat infatuated with Jennifer Lopez. So I think he keeps up with her a little bit. Um, one See. thing that I didn't keep up with. And Chris, I don't mean to bring this up, but Chris's Maryland Terrapins played the <laughs> men's basketball team in the Sweet 16, or to get into the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament. John, and we he lost. Was torn because you know he's an Alabama fan. He loves their football team, but he grew up. He's a Maryland Terrapin basketball fan. Yes, How he those grew two up teams. <laughs> he was from, and and. I can't keep it. I, you know what? Chris likes the Terrapins in basketball. It was, I don't know if it was a good game or not. The score was not indicative of such. It it was good until about midway through the second. And then they just went on a barrage of uh, three point hits. And the moment that happened, it was over. I mean, John, what, uh, what dog is that? That's Harper. That's Harper. That's that's Harper. Uh, There's some folks in the chat who may have never seen Harper, but yeah, I'm, Um, I'm college basketball even though I don't watch it as much as I used to, it will always be Terps. I was there for the national championship. Probably one of the best things I ever saw, you know, got to experience. See, <laughs> so. Wiley says Alabama roll tide, roll tide. Roll tide. It's funny. Cause Chris's dad, Chris had a story about his dad. Uh, I'll keep it 
you know, light. He goes, you know, it's real funny. Everybody knows if you're an Alabama fan, you probably root for the football team. So it's going to be, he, he, he's finding it very interessante how many Alabama basketball fans there are now that they're, they're making a run. They won the SEC yeah. championship and now they're in the, the sweet 16 of, of basketball. But uh, if you, if you filled out a bracket, Chris brought this up to me and I didn't even realize it. Like the number one seed Illinois team lost John. And, and you may not know what yeah. that does. Yeah. That's yeah. called a bracket buster. <laughs> so whenever sister Jean prays, you just might as well accept the fact your team's about to lose. <laughs> It's over. It's <laughs> over. Uh, before there's where are we at now, Chris, on time, we're, we're getting pretty good. 24, right? Before yeah. we end uh, this intro segment, uh, I know, and this is through my friend Chris here, that vaccines are rolling out in the states, especially in our area. Stay safe out there, everybody. Don't think that this pandemic is over, but get your vaccine if you can. Look into how to get it. Um, you know. Hey, John. Shot, shot out, shots and thoughts and prayers to the my friends over in England that listen to the show. I know you guys are having some weird outbreak going on yeah. or did. Just stay safe, man, because, you know, we got to get to the next episode, right? Hey, what hey, you got for John? John, did you watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? That was yeah. a good opening scene. I have yeah, not. Seen that opening scene. And look, I'm not doing this to, this is not a pot shot, but that opening <laughs> scene was more thrilling than the entire season of WandaVision. It just yeah. was. They're very and different shows. Like, yeah. Here's, here's what we're dealing with, John. I need you to know this. Mm-hmm. Chris is holding WandaVision on this pedestal. He likes yeah. it. I would. Yeah. It's, I think it's you guys validated. are pushing the pedestal higher than it actually is. Like, I think it's a good show. I enjoyed my time with it. And I, I mean, I, I enjoyed too. my time with Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, there. And I'm willing to wait, you know, like after that opening scene, it's primarily just, setting up right like we're getting ready to do some stuff that's coming up and we'll see where that goes but you know i I wouldn't like say wandavision is on the level of like Watchmen though or even like uh this friday invincible looks way more thrilling to me than anything that i've seen from uh these two marvel shows so i'm glad you brought that up kind of as a as a homework assignment to anyone who's interested who doesn't know about it invincible is coming out on what chris amazon prime yes and it's not written by DC or Marvel. It is a different comic. Can you enlighten folks on what that is? It is a work by Robert Kirkman, who probably most people know from The Walking Dead, where uh, basically there is a teenager. His father is the most famous hero in the world, and it's about him becoming a hero and stuff like that. That's what's up. Cosmic uh, Dash says Invincible looks sick. Yeah. Um, so if, you, if you've seen the trailer... You probably know what I'm talking about, but uh, I'm sure that we're going to have some thoughts and prayers on next week's intro about Invincible because we're all going to watch it. Right, John? Right, John? John's out. (laughs) Dang it, John's out. But once again, this has been the intro segment for episode 300. 300. We could not have done it without any one of you. Uh, all of you guys who check in every week, who download the show, who listen, who's recently been over here on Twitch to watch the show live. If you can't make it, that's fine. Thank you for downloading it from wherever you get it from. Illegally, legally, iTunes, Google Play, uh, wherever you get it from. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that, unless you boys have anything else to add, I want to make sure that the room is yours before we say, let's go to the most epic topic of all time.
Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sean, and I have I have seen the finger point for Chris. It is a smooth transition to topic time. This is the episode 300 topic time, and instead of doing like something super epic, we went the whole other way and chose a four-hour game that John played, but it's going to be great because John covers it. I, I personally love when John does a review for us in a topic time. I think it's always top notch. Chris, it is now your turn to tell the people what the game is, and then we'll hear that beautiful voice of John tell us all about it. Well, the topic is Ghost and Goblins Resurrection! There it is. Ghost and Goblins Resurrection. John's drinking a beer. And we're going to talk about a game that John played. Have y'all played, have any of y'all played a Dark Souls game? Yes. Uh, Tennessee? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, that's Darksiders, Tennessee. Sorry. (laughs) I played Sekiro. Old Darksiders, Tennessee. I forgot about that. There's a throwback for 300. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, man, no. Dark Souls seems hard, man. This game is ridiculous. (laughs) News. Yeah, man. So I have a little bit of experience with the original NES game, but the one that I played the most and I played and I never beat it because, well, I'll get to that, but it's, uh, I played the, I played the, um, super goals and ghosts is what the sequel was called on what platform, Chris SNES. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a fascist, uh, on the super NES. Um, so that game, that game is uh, notoriously hard. I wouldn't call it the hardest game on the planet, but it is. It is particularly in this series. Is you're 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 in for a lot of death. You're in for a lot of replayability. You're in for a lot of grief. Um, you know, when Aiden wasn't in the room, I cussed up a storm. <laughs> you know, so it's. Uh, but overall, it, you know, if you're if you're looking for if you're looking for a reminiscent trip down memory lane with this particular series. This, this one's got you covered. Um, one of the, you know, when you play through the original super goals and ghosts, when you get to the end and I was lucky enough to get to the end of the game, um, the princess would say, I don't remember. I don't remember the narrative of how it went, but she would say, you forgot to get this. And the game would send you all the way back to the beginning to play it again. In other words, you didn't officially beat it until you played through it twice. Um, so luckily, uh, so luckily, Chris is leaving, so I can actually tell you what I think about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, yeah, just just you know, tell it like it is, John. So no holds game- barred. You know, WWE style. Let's do this. There was a so knock this game on my door. Is roughly, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. This game, and I love it when people say I'm gonna be honest because it, it, it it's like they're saying that usually they're not. But um, I'm gonna be honest. This game is is a retread of things they've done before with this series. There's not much new that they're introducing. Oddly enough, and and, and I don't really know how the game implements this technology, but the but the game runs on the RE. An evil graphics engine um 
I don't really know why. Uh, it doesn't. It didn't seem to be necessary because that engine is is known for shadows and and how it how it how it treats water and makes things look wet and gross and grimy. But um, this game. This game is is the classic retread of of this series. There's um th- there's a couple of if you're not careful, if you're not paying attention, the game will immediately start you on its hardest difficulty. It sits there right at the top. Really? Um, yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Get make good. note if you play this. Make yeah, note, I, Chris. I, the audience <laughs> the audience needs to know um and I'm telling Chris this now, the easy mode. The easy mode Chris could not handle. I'll just say <laughs> I can tell you really? I have I have no intention of playing this because this is yeah. a game that I first experienced when I was like literally when I first got my NES, right? And I was yeah. Yeah. I was five at the time. So whoa, 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 you know whoa whoa, 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 whoa. Like being five Are years we old like and trying to classic beat this picture game? five years old? Yes. Yeah. Like that age you were you got you had a Nintendo playing Ghosts and Goblins? Yes. And that's an adorable Chris. I got yeah, I, had, I had three games I had you know, Mario, I had Zelda and I had this and, uh, right. Right. I think my dad is the only one I know who beat, uh, ghouls and goblins. I, I certainly did not. <laughs> I tried many times, but Chris, do, can, do you remember the theme music to ghosts and goblins? Can you hum it for us? <sighs> not offhand. Can no, you, I just remember like, it? isn't it like start <laughs> off that you're on a picnic <laughs> or something yeah, like that? <laughs> That's that's the main thing yeah. I remember. I was like, why is this, this is, dude wearing yeah. his armor on a picnic? <laughs> yeah, it's weird that the, so there's three games in the series including this one and none of them are really from a narrative perspective none none of them are really what you'd call sequels. They're just sort of even Super Goals and Ghosts is just sort of a um kind of a remaster of the old game, you know, in a sense. Uh, but the music is like okay yeah now i'm getting it yeah it's just one of those timeless pieces is you know you 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 hear it and you know you immediately know what it's from um but this one is basically if you're looking for a retread and nostalgia this is this is what this this is this is right up your alley it doesn't really do anything new um that i would that i would say is game changing one of the things that I think would have been beneficial is, and like we touched on that second ago, it, it, it touches on these narrative tropes that have been done before. You're, you're, you're basically having a, you're, you're King Arthur, which makes no sense, you know, and you're having a picnic with Guinevere and Guinevere gets, gets um, captured by, you know, it's, it's the classic eighties video game trope, you know, and that trope has not changed. There's nothing new to it. It's just the same thing. Almost as if it never happened before. And Arthur's all of a sudden shocked that it's happened. But uh, he goes off on this quest. There's, uh, and, you know, when you're playing the game, it's, 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 a, it's very formulaic in the sense that, um, you know, you get, when you get hit, you're not, your armor gets knocked off. And then you're just fighting and throwing lances and things in your boxer shorts. Cause we know in medieval, in medieval times you had heart shaped boxer shorts. Of course you did. That, of, of course you did. I mean, you these were cool invented by, these were invented by King Arthur. So that's why we have those are called today. Arthur's. Yeah. Everyone knows that. It's, they, they, it's while they, while they up the difficulty in many, in, in many, in, in most cases in this game, you do get a little bit more grace with how many times you're hit. Like, for example, in the previous two games, you're hit once, you're hit twice, and then you turn into a skull of 
a skull and bones. Um, with this one, you get you, you get your shoulders knocked off, armor wise, chest plate knocked off. You get your pants knocked off. Not necessarily in that order. It just depends on where you get hit. Like if you get hit in the junk, your junk falls off. Can you and, you um, walk, and can you're you, running around in your boxer shorts with a plate of armor on your chest? Can you so, recover your armor after it's been knocked off, or is it like right? That was my question. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, it, it just like the previous games, it's basically some enemies you see have they're they're carrying with them certain jars, and when you hit them, the jars fall, and a weapon opens up or um, a suit of armor, which technically isn't a suit of armor, but if you get so many of these suit of armor icons, you get access to your armor. Um, so there's I think there's like eight or so different weapons. And here's where they do they they do something a little bit different for the audience for, for the for the for the players who've you know played this who will know the difference. There's kind of a skill tree that you can do. Um, basically, that gives you special attacks. Like um, I don't know if it did. I don't remember if this did this in the original game, but there were certain attacks in Super Goals and Ghosts that you could shoot lightning out of the side of your of your um, body and just sort of like a. Most of the power-ups in this game are crowd control type power-ups where right. you could you can unleash this magical power that turns all the enemies into toads, that kind of thing. Just if you get overwhelmed in combat. But you said there your um your armor falls off. Does your weapons break? We have someone kind of yeah. checking in on that. And that's a good question. The weapons don't break, just your armor falls off. No, it's 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 and it's basically as it's it's like playing Contra. It's a two it's a side scrolling shooter, really. Um, you're throwing your, your, your ammo is whether, so you have the weapons that I mainly use in this game is the Lance, um, the, 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 the arrows, the, 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 I guess it's a crossbow, um, the dagger, but there's other, there's other, um, types of ammo. There's this, there's this fiery torch that you can throw that, that unleashes like a, like a fire that flows across the ground that, uh, kills enemies that way. And the, 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 the frustrating thing about the, the, the weapons, and this is by de- design, so it's not a criticism. It, it's designed to force you to not be comfortable with any given weapon that you're cur- currently using. And, and, and the thing that's always frustrating in these, in these particular games, if you are really just jamming with a certain weapon, if you kill an enemy that's carrying one of those jars that weapon can accidentally fall onto you and you've all of a sudden changed your weapon that you never wanted to change. So, you know, sometimes you just find yourself caught up in, you just, it's almost like, um, it's almost like Halo. You're, you sort of have to have to learn to deal with the weapon you have. You know, you can't, you can't really have, uh, <laughs> you can't really, you have to really be flexible with your, your with your art. So the way that came out just now, so, did I no, speed no. Up? you said you have to be, Basically, in Halo, okay with the weapon you have. And whatever you said after that, Pause. not heard. The, the next word we heard was, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. So that worked really, really good, yeah. Well, it's, Okay, so in Halo, you'll pick up a weapon because yeah. you have no choice. It's like that's You're the out of ammo. You use. Yeah. yeah. So you just have to learn to, to be functional with it. Needs are all the way, bro. Yeah, you is can't it, just stick with a weapon of choice. Is it similar to the original in the sense that, like, basically you start on the lower difficulties and after you beat the run, you go back and go to the higher level until eventually you beat it on the highest difficulty? 
Well, my understanding is yes. I think that's what it was doing. Like I finished the game last night on, on basically normal mode. I think, I think, I think that's, I think it's called night. I think the lowest difficulty is called squire, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, when it, I, I, you know what? I, I don't really know for sure, but um, the, the way the will, the way the skill trees work is lim- okay. So the level layout is often you can you can um, pick your path in some areas of the game. So the first two levels are sitting one on top of the other, so you can pick one or the other. Um, and there's two instances where you choose which level you want to go to get to the next area. Kind of like, kind of like how Castlevania three was where you can sort of choose which path you want to go on. And, um, but you know, it kind of encourages you to, to, to play all the levels, which I, which I managed to do. Um, and the reason you want to do that is because there's these, there's these fairy sprite kind of things that you find in each level. And they're basically your currency, to upgrade your skill tree to get you more access to different power-ups things like that there's there's one in particular that um that is reminiscent i mean there's there's power-ups where you can and this was actually beneficial to the game you can actually which helps alleviate the stress of accidentally getting a new weapon you can unlock uh being able to hold two weapons and then you can unlock being able to hold three weapons so that you can just Go back and forth. What do you call? Th- oh, I thought you meant like at the same time, like a dual wield situation. I saw in my head. I was like, "What is three wield yeah. called?" Yeah, I wish. I wish a three wheeler. <laughs> yeah. So they have these. Um, so you have your basic armor, but and it's very difficult to do this. Right. If you get enough, if you accumulate enough points and things, it grants you a special armor that kind of enhances your your weapons. Um, and I never, I never got good enough to really, as soon as I would get the gold armor or the blue armor, it would get knocked off of my body almost immediately because that this game is just so intense within, with enemies just constantly bombarding you. I mean, it is from my memory, I could just be old with my reflex time, but it feels like it's the hardest game in the series by far. We know the producer is, uh, or sorry, the designer is Takuro Fujiwara. That means nothing, particularly since you can't pronounce it. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm reading a thing from Wikipedia, so it has to be true. It's on the internet, right? Al Gore. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fujiwara said that the game was designed so that a player would feel a sense of accomplishment after overcoming all the obstacles that you just talked about in a given stage. Did you feel a sense of accomplishment when you beat the stage or even the game for that matter it's not it's not a sense of accomplishment to me no it's just like me griping about the journey and it's not that's not that's not a bad thing it's just it's just ridiculously punishing almost if you don't know what you're getting into you won't have a good time oh no and what ghosts and goblins is you're not gonna have fun with this game i mean it's you know, when you guys do it, I don't point it out. <laughs> well, you should because it's funny. Because uh, when you do it, it's funny. And I don't if point it makes it out. You, if I just start laughing, what if you're saying? What if what you're saying is funny? Can I not laugh? It's a thing. No, you cannot laugh. You my, shall oh. not laugh. <laughs> I could. Oh. Um, we had somebody asking. This may be a good time. <laughs> 
this might be a good time to point Sorry. out the exclusivity, but the question in Twitch chat from Wannabe Gamer says, what platform did you play it on, John? Well, uh, Sean, this could be a misspeak, but there's no such thing as exclusivity. It's exclusivity. No, it, was, it was a Sean. It was a Sean word. It's fine. <laughs> if you ever correct me in front of my friends again, John, <laughs> I will do nothing but act like I will do something. Yeah, okay? just like just like all the other games. It's it's this is at least for now. This is a Nintendo exclusive. I don't know if it's going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be. I think it would. It would. I think it would make sense for this game to be on Steam, something like that. But for right now, um. It is, I think it's just, I think it's 20 bucks on, on uh, Nintendo Switch and that, and whether that's worth the price to you is really interpretive. It's it's just a matter of how much you love this, <laughs> this series. And I got to tell you, you know, I will say with, with the skill tree, you're when in your first playthrough, you're not going to upgrade everything. So it, there, it, so it's, there's that built in incentive to go back and replay the game. Am I going to replay it? Um, not right now. <laughs> uh, because, it, because when you're, it's hard to explain when you're actually trying to, when you're actually trying to do this for the coverage of a, of a podcast, grinding this way can be very frustrating. And it probably to a certain, so I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. It probably took away from the sense of enjoyment and accomplishment from getting this, you know, game done by it because I, I just at bare minimum, I wanted to, I didn't go, I didn't seek to finish the game. I sought to make sure I played every level so that I can talk about it. But I will say the graphics, um, really pretty. I think it, I think it captures the essence of the art style, um, of the other games. Um, really, really beautiful, beautiful graphics. I, I like, I like the art style they did. It's like a storybook, um, a very brutal, scary children's storybook. <laughs> <laughs> but, is it uh, do you remember when we we covered yoshi and i think i brought this up on another game before i, I don't remember mm-hmm. which one it was you and i both felt this weird thing about yoshi because it's it appears that it's a cute little game but hidden behind yoshi that was yoshi's uh the most recent one i think on switch it was hidden behind a platforming like legit game and you're thinking, oh, it's cute Yoshi jumping around, but the game actually felt hard at times. When you yeah. read about this game, they, they try to spin it as, oh, it's just, you know, easy to play. Anyone can play two-button, you know, side-scroller game. But everything you read on it, they talk about how it's it can be frustratingly hard. It's not the easiest game ever. Yeah. It's deceptive. Like all of that it stuff. Is, it is that. Is classic. it because it, it looks cute or th- because it's two buttons? It's that classic, I don't know, when I think back on the NES, I think about really hard games. I think about Ninja Gaiden. I think about Contra. All these games uh, that... Lion think, King. <laughs> Bionic Commando. Bionic Commando. Which is... Battletoads. Same you know, director. these things, you know, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was a game that is completely unbeatable. You cannot beat that game. Um, I, I think about that kind of stuff. That That was sort of... So Goals and Ghosts and and Ghosts and Goblins, these games were that kind of hard, but they were fair. I mean, you could beat it, but it was a punishing experience. Um, so, I mean, there's a level of charm to it, which is what the art style is seeking to do. But it is a grueling, punishing game that makes you want to question your very existence in the universe. It is just, it is just, it is just a... Uh, 
mind-numbing siege of gameplay that if you're not, you have to be, particularly if you're my age, you have to be really in the mood to take this kind of punishment. It's just, it takes pun. it takes it to the next, it's like, it's the, it's the sides, it's the dark souls of side scrollers. Yeah. You know, I think that's, okay. that's fair. I think, that's fair. I think um, yeah. When you were talking about how hard it is for a podcast, the first thing I was thinking about was like the things like demon souls, dark souls, whatever. Um, I can't just like, I'll have that period early on where I can just be invested and I'm learning about the world, but there's always a point where you have to start being like, okay, I could play this for about an hour a night because if I play it more than that, I'm going to get pissed off and I'm not going to want to play it anymore. You know, yeah. you just, you have to I'm taking my ball going home. Yeah. Like, I so yeah. play no more. I always do it. Like where I, if I have this, I'll have NBA 2k or something like that. And I will mm-hmm. pivot back and forth because I know yeah. I can do it. I mean, I will say as a, when I was a kid, you know, th- these types of games, I don't know. I mean, th- they were easier and, and it takes, like in super goals and ghosts, you had this double jump. It, you don't have a double jump in this game. And I thought maybe it was part somewhere in the skill tree. It's not in the skill tree, but one of the things about it is you're finding loot and chests in every stage. But when, but, but the way it, but it works the exact same way as the older games, you have to jump to a certain location or do a certain thing to make a chest reappear. And it's almost like a puzzle to get all the items in, in the, in the, in the level. And when I was playing, what my point is when I played super goals and ghosts as a kid, I had enough time on my hands to learn all the places where I needed to jump to make certain things appear. Um, and I could, you know, when I was a kid, I could get through super goals and ghosts without getting hit. No joke because, because they all followed a pattern and a rule. Um, this game probably does have a pattern, but I have not learned it yet. And I don't know that at my age, I'm capable of learning it. Um, it feels to me like the enemies are just way more intense than they have been in the past. I never played Cuphead, but I can imagine it seeming like Cuphead. Oh, dude, I, that was, I'm okay. glad you brought Cuphead up because it is an adorable little mischievous mm-hmm. hard game. Yes, yeah. it is. Oh, and you feel like, but that's the thing with Cuphead. If you beat a boss, like, and you go bebopping in there and the world is, it's so cool. I love that game. And you figure out the pattern and you beat a guy, you feel like you did something. You mm-hmm. really do. I hate that you said you don't do that with this game. You know, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Hmm. Hashtag, so the game, right? What? I said hashtag, it is what it is. <laughs> so I think the game, I think the game, if I'm, if I'm picturing it right, I think the game has seven levels. In two sections of the game, you can choose which level to play. So it's best to go back and you can, you can go back and revisit levels you haven't seen. Right. So there's seven, there's seven levels. Um, and that is, that is quite enough, you know, if you, <laughs> if, you know, and so <laughs> no really, moss, no moss. And, and, and that's actually, that's a compliment to the game. It does not, it does not, it does not outstay its welcome. I mean, it gives you these, it gives you these, these levels that are hardcore. They're fun. Yeah. They're well-designed. They're beautiful, but it's, um, but it's, it's just a painstaking challenge that you need to be, you know, let me ask you this. Yeah, baby. Does it have a version of an ogre in there? The entire game is an ogre. Oh my God. Why did you yeah. say that? <laughs> yes. Actually, actually the first boss is an ogre. Shut um, the front door. 
He's got a club. He's a he's a piece of trash. <laughs> he's very ogre-ish, well, huh? Sean's out. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> so, I was gonna buy it. Had it in the gotta go. Peace so out. So the game. boss fights, the, I mean, even even the boss fights are 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 very difficult but fair. Right. Um they just and they all they all have sort of a they all mirror the level. So it's like, you know, you're sort of in this desert, like one level you're in this desert area. Um, where you would just imagine that a beast like this would live. So, so it's like all the, all the bosses sort of fit what the level's all about. So there's this running theme through each level and it, it goes, it flows all the way to the boss fight, you know? So, ah, from a, and from an environmental perspective, <laughs> Kay Solomon chimed in on Twitch and said, and that's why I'm not playing that game. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's worth giving a try. It, it's, it's really sad. You know, it, it's, I want to play it. I'm not going to lie to you. I it's really do. Game. They don't make these things anymore. And that's right. what's great about this. Right. Um, and I'm not trying to say that games are easier, but they're easier, you know, yeah. in many, many ways. I mean, you, you think about, you think about a hard game you, and basically the only person, the only developer that's doing modern games this way is, is from software and, you know, more coming out of the, out of the fray and joining, joining them. But for the, for the past decade, that's been the developer who's done this type of game. I still so. think res seven's hard. Just saying, cause it's scary. <laughs> so I think that barrier for me, if you add uh scariness and horror and frightened, you know, frightened Sean to a game, it makes it extremely hard for him. He freaks out. Um, but this so, game that you've just played doesn't have any of that. It's just, it's just hard. Yeah. I, so so this game, I'll, I'll give it credit for doing something a little, a little bit different with the skill tree. Um, you know, it's really cool. It, it, it gives you incentive to replay it, to get all these different skill trees on skills unlocked. The only thing, I don't know, I, I I'd like to see this series transcend, um, it's eight bit roots, you know, um, I'd like to see more of a story, um, you know, you get the basics, you're trying to save your damsel in distress. And at the end, you know, you save her and you, but you guys rekindle your relationship and happily ever after. But, you know, just the idea of having maybe a more fleshed out story beats throughout the game, that would uh, more of a narrative based game would be, would be really cool. And just sort of, I don't know the gameplay, particularly when you've played mostly super goals and ghosts, the fact I don't, that double jump and you were automatically given a double jump in super goals and ghosts in this game, it, you don't have it. So it felt so weird not to have it at first. I had to really get used to it. So it just, from that perspective, it sort of went backwards um, from uh, that perspective, but you know, it pushed it forward some, um, but to be honest with you, if you're not looking for punishment, um, Maybe there's an enema. Maybe they're giving away free enemas down the street. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I personally like the game. Um, and, you know, I don't mean to bust my Richard out on everybody, but whoa, whoa, whoa. I was going to say before you do that, is there anybody in our just, Twitch chat? Uh, unless you need to announce it. No, no, no. Anybody in our chat that wanted to ask John a quick question before he gives us Richard, I want to try a new thing to see if it works yeah, while, um, uh, while you wait for that. Anybody want to ask? Yeah. Me? When we're talking about this, you know, will this maybe come somewhere else? This would be the kind of thing that 
I would want on Games Pass just because, as John said, I don't know if yeah. I'd want to go buy this thing, but like if I saw it pop up, I might go, oh, well, I'm not playing anything else. Let's check that out. And maybe I would enjoy it. That's maybe a I good win. point, Chris. Yeah. That's a good point. Even if it came to the newly hyped, as you mentioned earlier today, PC Games Pass, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's popping. We do got a couple of questions in. Wannabe Gamer asks you, John, how are the skills unlocked? Is it playtime, XP, checkpoints, total kills? Yeah, so okay, well, the uh, that's a good that's a good question. The end of the level makes you feel even worse about yourself <laughs> because, right. you know, you you're celebrating you getting the level oh, key and all that stuff, but then it drops the stats at the end of the game and you're like, "Oh my god. Right. <laughs> I died this many times. I, you know, all this stuff. I I found this percentage of of stuff in the level. It gives you like that old school NES score yeah, at yeah. the end of the level." Um, and I think when you, I think you can, if other, if other people, um, that you're friends with online are also playing the game, those, you can compare those scores and make you feel even more. Yeah. I always oh, like oh, that not, in a game like uh super yeah. meat boy. I always enjoyed like where it's yeah. like, let's show you 900 times you failed. I hated it. <laughs> well, I love that, but I hated when I saw how much better you did at that game than me. Cause I think super meat boy showed that stat and I did not like that. <laughs> Nacho asked, what's your favorite, uh, enema? <laughs> uh saline saline that's a good one see wally chimes in and says john who is your favorite gangster rapper <laughs> that's an important question to answer uh, it think about ties, ties into the topic that would be 100%. jaw rule jaw rule okay baby, baby. baby. <laughs> oh my god uh okay solomon you you did freeze slightly and it's funny he was waiting on the beat to drop that will be great because you kind of paused for a minute. But, yeah, um, so so got a couple of questions in, you know, totally related to the topic. I think you did a fantastic, you know, review, John. Like, legit, um, the older I get, I agree with you that things are getting harder. You know, <laughs> our, our skills are, well, except for that. That is, you know, I'm glad they make pills. What? Um, jokes. Jokes. Let's clear the air. I'm jokes. glad they make jokes. Just... <laughs> But, um, yeah, you kind of made me want to play it. You have a knack to do that for some reason. I don't know why. Even though it's hard, you are super influential. <laughs> um, but legit, I am ready for the Richard if you're ready to give it. Um, because, so, you know, it's, it's a very good game. To, for me, it doesn't really do anything to push uh, the series forward. Um, so I don't know that it justifies a sequel. I think it's fair to give it a, you know, for me, it's around a seven. Um, it doesn't really do anything for me. You know, I don't, you know, once I, I finished the game on a certain difficulty level. Easy. Um, <laughs> there were times that, and, and, oh, and, and this, it always, it also does this to you. It says, would you like to go to a lower difficulty level? Because it does that thing. Hey, where it shames so it tries you. to digitally disrespect yeah. you and you go, Absolutely. no, bro. The worst yeah, is, no. uh, the worst for that is Mario. They're like, Hey, Hey kid or sport. You need a yeah. little help real quick. Seeing you no, falling a couple of times going for that coin over there. Yeah, because I'm I'm a I'm a go getter. I don't need help. Game, right? Absolutely. Leave me alone. Game. I'm trying to break this uh, but, game. <laughs> uh, see, Wiley chimes in, says, "Life ain't a game." John is the best Pookie Bear. What's up? Good job, yeah. Pookie Bear. Thank you. Say thank you, John. I know you were probably ready to talk about this last week, 
but I'm glad that you had another week to really marinate and get some playtime in. And thank you, man, so much um, for that. So yeah, a thanks, few boys. I got to do a whole lot more cussing. Mm, there you go. <laughs> so if you boys are uh, ready, I, I don't want to move on unless you are. Uh, Simple Rick also says, well done, John. And, and and remember, if you're listening to this on a podcast only, when I say names that are making an you know input to the show, they're joining us on twitch.tv weekly games chat. You should be here too to do that, to see how this thing works behind the scenes. But without further ado, if we're ready to button this up, Chris, and go on to the uh, news of the week, do your thing, homie. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! John Sorry, John. John literally yeah. like, was like, John, we. <laughs> we were coming into the news segment. John had a thought. Let's. I think that falls into news. John, tell us if you want. No, no. It, was, it matters that it was in between. It was something I needed to say. In between. Oh, in between. Okay. But uh, um, there might be a slight interruption. I might have to walk away. Okay. To check on dinner in the oven. That's all I'm going to say. Ah. See uh, Wiley. Good night, sir. You are leaving us uh, from viewing over on Twitch.tv. That's fine. You can catch up on the news. We're about to. Talk about when you download the show and mm. listen from your favorite device. Um, I will, if you guys have no objections, I'll kick off the news this week on some new deets on the Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch. My grandma used to call it a Nintendo. I think I've told that story before. More rumors are swirling around the quote, um, the, you know, the air quoted Switch Pro. Uh, the system, if it's real, will reportedly use an upgraded NVIDIA chip which will offer, of course, better graphics and processing. Furthermore, the system would support DL, um, is that SS? Yeah, SS rendering. Yeah. I need to get my eyes checked. It could be released by holiday 2021. Understandably, analysis expect. Analysis? Sorry, analysts expect these advancements to come with a price of probably somewhere between $50 or $100 more than the basic switch that we have now. Uh, the system, as previously reported, will also come with 4K support. That, of course, will, of course, of course, of course, of course, be when it's docked. And it's going to have a bigger OLED screen. Yeah. Which uh, I think it should be good. Hopefully, it's got a better battery. Yeah. 720p OLED, I believe, is what they said. Which will look very nice. Yeah, OLED you know, is... When you're holding it. OLED is always very pretty to look at, no matter what the uh, definition is. Chris, yeah, it what seems- would you pay for a 4K switch? I mean... If I have the money, and like I said, I'm not running out to get this the day it comes out. I'm probably running unless, like, I'm running the you day say when that every time we know better, John. I'm running. I'm better. running to get it when, uh, whenever a major game drops for the Switch that I want to play. Like you know, so Breath it, of the Wild Two, yeah, Breath of the Wild Two. If that was coming out, if um, if you know the next 3D Mario is coming out, Captain Metro Crime Four. Maybe. Yeah, that would definitely be one I would consider. Um, the game is so dead, John. <laughs> so, you know, I, I would consider it there, and maybe by then the price will have dropped a little bit if I'm lucky. If not, I mean, yeah. To me, I, I play my Switch games on my TV, and it's it would be really nice to have them in 4K with HDR. And the DLSS stuff, if it's as good as it is on the uh, NVIDIA cards, that's good stuff. What if... What if you get a well, like like we, GameStop still kind of they are accepting trade ins again. What if you get a pretty good trade deal on your current Switch 
for the pro, it'd be tempting, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's probably what I would do. It. I'm just saying, like, it's not something that I'm going to fight tooth and nail to have day one unless, like, I just happen to see it and right. I had the money to spend, you know. It's Makes not, sense. Yeah. yeah, it's not like, you know, Xboxes where me and you were on here, refresh, 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 because I was like, okay, I'm not obviously getting a 3080 anytime soon, so this has got to happen. <laughs> yeah. John, are you hyped that we're seeing more and more rumors on this Switch Pro? Yeah, I am too. I'm, they need to make it. They need to make it the Super Nintendo Switch. That's I agree. Call it that. Color it that. Shut up, Chris. Snowitch. Snowitch. Yeah, Snowitch. Snowitch. <laughs> you have Snowitch. a new Snowitch. Snowitch. I just think it would be so cool. Yeah, they yeah make it that classic gray and purple. Dude. You know they're not going to do that release. They're just going to have the regular colors, and then about a year from now is when. But what are the regular? Daddy colors? will come for his money again. <laughs> Daddy's coming for that money. Nintendo yeah. loves taking our money. Yes, they so, do. Yeah, um, with that, with that larger screen, if you look, all they got to do is just spread this out all the way to their yeah what? The edge because it's sort of you see where it lines here. I would like to know that measurement. And I would, that's almost, that's almost to the, to the dot, how long were the dimensions of the entire body of the switch. So if they just expand the screen where that blackness uh, is right, like the black border. Yeah. Because you have to imagine they're not going to redesign these joy cons. You know, that's the thing. They're they're not, there's too much invested in this. Just in joy cons have been redesigned. (laughs) (laughs) That's honestly the one part I wish they would. But yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, I mean, we got the pro controller, Chris. I, I barely, if ever, the only time I use the Joy Cons, obviously, is when I'm in handheld mode out of town mm-hmm. at a cheer competition or mm-hmm. something like that. Like it's docked like a lot if I play my Switch, like legit. Yeah. So Very I wonder true. if we'll see any Xbox exclusives coming over or Switch exclusives and Xbox and Xbox and Switch. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be crazy. Chris, you have some news on Xbox, right? Yeah. Xbox Live is dead guys long live xbox network (laughs) microsoft has officially renamed xbox live to xbox network with the online network experience being updated to reflect the new branding according to an official statement from microsoft quote xbox network refers to the underlying xbox online services which was updated to microsoft service agreement The update from Xbox Live to Xbox Network is intended to distinguish the underlying services from the Xbox Live Gold memberships. With these name or with the name changes, Microsoft's online services will now be called Xbox Network. The subscription to Access Online will still be called Xbox Live Gold, and Xbox Games Pass Ultimate will include access to the Xbox Network along with the library of games. Kind of misleading because you're like, wait, what? Xbox Live is uh, leaving? It's it's just really a rebrand. Um, they've got big, big plans in store for us, um, making everything very hard to not be a 100% fan of Xbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're it's, giving us Games Pass. They're making PC Games Pass better. They have a great online network. It's, it's always been one of the best. For, you know? for a while, PC Games Pass has felt maybe a little bit more barren, right? Um, John compared to Yeah, right. Uh, compared to <laughs> uh, the regular console version. But this week right. they added, like, you know, when they came back last week and they had all the Bethesda games on there, and then now they've uh, added all the EA Play games on there. It's a pretty nice uh, 
even if you're not going to go for, you know, regular games pass or ultimate, if you just want PC games pass, it's finally, I would say really worth the investment. And with this, I think this has just been long overdue because Xbox live has been called Xbox live since 2002, I think. Right. So it, it it's kind of felt like it's been time for it to happen. Um, for them to, you know, maybe have a more modern name. It makes sense to me for sure. Um, the Xbox news doesn't stop there. We'll, we'll, we'll let's just ad lib for a minute. Cause John is supposed to read the next part. Um, when you said today that something we were hanging out today and you said, what, what game did you jokingly say we should play on PC games pass? What was it? Mass Effect. I don't. Andromeda? I don't remember. Was it Mass Effect Andromeda? No, no, no. You were telling Josh that you were thinking about downloading and playing that again, and he said it probably doesn't. It might look a little better, but it's not going to run better. It is what it is. I forget what game you jokingly said. Do you want to play? Um, but I, I anxiously wait for the day where it's updated with newer, new, like new enough games, PC mm-hmm. Game Pass, where we can play one and talk about it fresh on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that we don't have to do that. I think we can play anything that we want. Well, but have, yeah, uh, John's back. We'll have Outriders. That's what it was. Ah. I think that's what you said. Let's play. I think better memory. Hmm. Oh, dude. Uh, Outriders looks amazing to me. Yeah. At this, yes. At this point. At this point. Yes. Uh, but John, we're at the point where you are going to tell us how Microsoft is seeking the discord. Now, here we go. (laughs) All right. Microsoft is rumored to be in talks to purchase Discord for 10 freaking billion dollars. Just write a check. According to Bloomberg, these discussions appear to be early as there is no imminent, and see, Sean, imminent means uh, imminent deal on the horizon. (laughs) Horizon. Horizon. Good game. Yeah. Despite this, Discord may be more likely to go public than sell itself. Um, I sell myself all the time. Discord has also been in public. I sell myself in public. Uh, Discord has also been in discussion with Epic Games and Amazon. This acquisition would be beneficial to Microsoft as it will be a great integration, making communication across all these platforms a much smoother process. Yeah, I wouldn't think that Discord would be worth 10 billion versus Bethesda and all of their properties, only a measly 7 billion. <laughs> it might not or have been worth 10 time. billion last March, but uh, well, they've had a heck of a year. <laughs> yeah. Chris was, we talked about this briefly today while we were hanging out um, ironically enough in discord. Uh, and he, he is actually, he's like out of all the big companies that could pull a move off like this. And he mentioned, of course, uh, Amazon, Google, whatever. He's like, I'd rather it be Microsoft than anybody. For me, I'm a little hesitant because they purchased Skype back in the day. And I felt like it became more corporate and stiff, or I don't know how to explain it. It was very, I don't know. It was very like Mad Max, mm. you know, like back in the day. And now it's all like suit and tie. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I, I think but we Chris, have some rosy like lenses of history where, the thing with Skype was right. like Skype was first, right? They were the ones yeah. who pulled off video and free, right? Early on and did it effectively better than anyone else. But over time, everyone caught up <laughs> and it was clear that whatever Microsoft bought, it never 
manifested, you know, to be something larger and, and have grand designs, which is why they made teams and all of that, you know? Yeah. So it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's big. It's big. News. That's a lot of money, Chris. Oh yeah. I, I think it's, uh, as you said before. Yeah. I, I would, I would rather it be them if it's going to be, I don't blame discord for, for, uh, <laughs> For saying, yeah, we would gladly consider taking ten billion dollars to sell our property. You know, that's that's Danny a lot Discord of is probably all like, yes, yeah, right. Um, but you know, there's, I don't know. I think they could easily outbid Epic. I guess the question is going to be how bad does Amazon want it, and that would be my fear is that Amazon's going to put it as part of Prime and basically put a wall behind it and say, well, this is how we're going to pay for the services that you're going to have to, you know have a prime membership either monthly or, or yearly on top of probably what you're paying discord for added service benefits right now, which is how they make their money. So that would, um, so why would you, you know, I don't like that you even brought that into the world, but it, it probably has already been talked about. I hate when I have to think like that, like, man, everybody wants to nickel and dime us now. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? To rule the world. Um, moving on. Uh, there was a Square Enix digital showcase, and Chris, myself, friend of the show, Mike, uh, and maybe Josh, I don't remember, it um, happened, and there was some stuff that was kind of announced going into the showcase that they were going to talk about, and they talked about it, um, and you hear how excited I am to talk, tell you about it, right? Hey, whoa, 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 what, what did you name all those guys? Did y'all just, did y'all watch it together or something? We were hanging out. It came on while we were no. in Discord. Like, we hang yeah. out every day. Yeah. Thanks for inviting Not, me. Yeah, we. It, I was. I knew where you were going with that. Yeah, I love you. That's all that matters. At, at the end of the day, <laughs> that's all that matters. Um. So, leading off, Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy uh, was announced with Tomb Raider, Rise of Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, along with all DLC for these games. Um. It's currently available for two weeks at nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. That's a massive good price for that. Nine. Sorry. Yeah, but we'll eventually go up to forty nine ninety nine once those two weeks pass. Um, to celebrate this, Laura Croft has also been added to Fortnite, so John's son will be extremely happy. Just saying. Just Cause Mobile, Chris's favorite possible mobile game in the future. Square Enix announced a mobile adaptation of its open world Break Everything action series at the Game Awards. Um, it was a, uh, announced to land sometime this year on Android and iOS devices. And I, I can't wait to see Chris as iOS Rico. It's going to be great. Um, Marvel's Avengers. Rico. Rico. Uh, Black Panther will be joining the roster later this year in the War for Wakanda expansion, where he'll, he will face off with his nemesis, Claw, in the story expansion. Mm. The newest DLC, Operation Hawkeye, is currently out along uh, now, along with upgrades to next generation consoles, if you have one of those. Outriders. People can fly. It's third person loot shooter is launching on April 1st on Google Stadia. I can't I can't help but think that's an April Fool's joke, but it's not. <laughs> PlayStation 4, 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Series X, with the game being available on console, Xbox Game Pass on that same day. That's a big deal. More detail was provided regarding its story, loot, and role-playing systems. Mm-hmm. Um, Project Athea is now Forspoken. This is a new IP from Luminous Productions. It was originally called Project Athea. It will be coming exclusively, exclusive to PlayStation 5 consoles in the year of 2022. That's like 
a long time from now. I'll believe that it when it yeah, actually happens. Exactly. <laughs> It'll also come to Windows PC. The protagonist will face off against dragons and other beasts in an untamed land. That sounds fun. Uh, and then untamed, untamed land, the name of your Richard? Uh, no, that was the name of the uh, surrounding area of the Richard for a while. The razor broke. It was a whole deal. Life is Strange True Colors was announced and will launch on September 10th. Once again on Google Stadia, PlayStation 4 and 5, Windows, PC, uh, Xbox One, and Series X. True Colors will be removing the episodic format and releasing as a full story. That's that's kind of big for that that franchise. In addition, remastered versions of Life is Strange are coming and will be included in the Ultimate Edition of the new game, but will eventually be available for separate purchases. So there is that. All in all, they 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 announced what they were going to talk about, boys, and they talked about it. Yeah. And it was just, it was okay, cool. If you're excited about some of that stuff, you got excited, right? If you weren't, it's whatever. I did find the, um, well, I mean, if you haven't played these games, the three games, 1999, so definitely pick them up. But I was a little underwhelmed that it wasn't, that it was strictly, it basically it was a PlayStation 4 title. You know, you, know, you, tec- you technically can play it on PlayStation 5, but as far as I understand, there's no up-res quality. There's nothing to it. I couldn't even I couldn't even technically buy it from the PlayStation 5 store. I, I just couldn't. It wouldn't let me do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you know. Um, so I, I've been, I've been, th- those three games are, I've been wanting to go back and platinum them, which, let's be honest, like I really have time to do that, but <laughs> it'd be a nice to do, but um, I mean, the biggest thing, once they showed me a, a full on presentation of what Outriders was, um, weird name aside, that game looks very promising. I'm definitely waiting for the reviews. Unfortunately, I can't, I'd rather not play this on game pass because I don't have a next gen console. I, I mean, I'd rather play it on a new gen console if, you know, so unfortunately yeah, I'm, I'm considering spending the money to do that, but it just looks really good. It, it, you know, aside from, aside from the flying mechanics, it looks like another, another chance at Anthem, you know, you know, since like, here's what Anthem maybe should have been. Yeah. Um, it definitely looks very nice. Uh, very nice. Yeah. And, oh, and, very and I mean, nice. I, I'm kind of. I will say, you know, to speak what you said, John, like, I don't think if this wasn't on Games Pass, I'd be running out on day one, right, yeah, to get it, right. because I've just been burned by too many of these. I'd rather give it a week and, and see, because, you know, obviously there's not going to be any reviews before the game launches since it's a uh, online game. Yeah, And John, to confirm what you said, um, you can do a search if you have a PS5 and you'll find the Tomb Raider Definitive Trilogy packet set. Yeah, no uh, one click on it like you're going to purchase it. I, I would say it says it, if you already have those games, there's no reason to rebuy these on the next gens. And if you have a PC that has, I would say, a 2060 or greater, there's no reason not to just play those games on PC because the PC versions are yeah, far better. Yeah. yeah, people like trophies. Um, but I mean, I it's strictly a trophy that. thing. I just want to platinum it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but it just says. The the PS5 game isn't playable on, or PS4 game isn't playable on PS5. Yeah, which that <laughs> sucks. I mean, yeah, it, they I, show it in the store and then they say, no, you can't, you can't get it. That's so. yeah, business, I guess. Um, yeah, 
Forspoken definitely looks interesting. I'm almost wondering if that's going to be their their end to maybe try to counter Capcom's Monster Hunter um, and see if they can't do their spin on it, right? I don't know. I have to well, see more I from it. Game, when I saw the game, it reminded me, I don't know if you guys remember, it reminded me of that um, Unreal Engine trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It almost, it almost felt like it was the same. Is it the same thing? Is it... it it no. almost looked like it was the same game. I don't think so she because was doing it's some epic. crazy acrobatic stuff in that game. No, because it's Epic who would have been doing the uh, Unreal, uh, what you call it, engine thing, right? Mm. Um, but I, I won't be surprised if I read that that's an Unreal Five game, which is why, again, like when I hear twenty two twenty two, and I looked at that, I was like, that game's gonna look like that. There is no way that I'm banking knowing Squares history right and how they handle releases uh unless they're just like we have to have this out it's not going to be out and i I think that year life is strange true color shine i think they showcased Um, that game really good mm -hmm. Uh, i I really do um for spoken or life is strange life is strange yeah yeah i kind of was like i i I want to play this game i really like the first one uh (laughs) i need to go back i still have not played the sequels um but I really enjoyed that first game. It was a fun narrative experience. Did we cover that game? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I remember wanting to play it when you covered it. Uh, yeah, I, the reason I didn't was because it's it was episodic or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the the draw for me on this one was that you get to play the whole experience like right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, I did, and and someone in chat asked this question. I believe it was K Solomon. Yes. Um, are PS5s back in stock? I actually had a a an alert on my Twitter or something that said that somebody had them in stock by the time. Oh no. I lost Sean. Frozen in time. Yeah. Sean is frozen in time. Oh, my back. he's back. He's back. I'm back. I'm back. better than ever. <laughs> I'm back. But, uh, what I was saying is the PS fives were in stock. Now they're gone. Kind of like I just was, uh, it's fine. You know, just keep eye on it. Chris and I have a theory that things have been stockpiled. <laughs> and then once people are getting their tax returns back, Uncle Joe's checks, yeah, um, things like that, all of a sudden things are going to be available. I think so. I think they're, so, I mean, like they were saying April, it should start to get better, but I honestly think it's going to be more <laughs> the summer September. to, yeah, like September. Do when you, you remember? Hey, um, but we'll see. So, um regarding this i left uh, i left early a couple was it la- might have been last week i don't remember I, I had to leave the show early there was a bit of news that i wanted to touch on yeah and since we're talking about square enix it's sort of relevant to that i uh, i almost think this was if i had been square enix i would have saved the final fantasy trailer for this presentation um and completely done the opposite of making final fantasy seven free on playstation i hmm. just don't know i don't i do not understand for the life of me why they made that decision it tells me that they don't like sales <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like everybody's gonna play this game and by the time you know it comes around i just think they marginalized the opportunity to make more sales on the whatever they called whatever they called the remaster of the remaster the yeah. remaster of the remake I right. just I, I thought it was a strange move to go ahead and just make it free. Kind of yeah. like when Blockbuster Video waived late fees. 
My my guess is that a game like that probably was very top uh top heavy in its sales, right? Because that was a game that was going to speak to a generation like myself, Josh, all of that, right? Like where we we just it's nostalgic, right? So that's why you won this. That's why they hyped it for years. So everyone went and pre-ordered that game well before it was out because they they didn't care what reviews are going to say, right, or anything like that. They were going to play that game because it's their game. Um, so I think the hope is is to say, hey, for those who haven't gotten a PS5 yet, if we give you the PS4 version and you enjoy it and then you get the PS5, you'll buy that version of the game so that then you'll play the DLC that comes with that that's exclusive to that. And I think it's probably... That's a lot of assumptions, Chris. Yeah. And we know. That's a, that's a story-heavy game to play again. I mean, you know, that, I guess that, that was my point. It's like it's one of those really... Well, I think you could I carry mean, your save over still um, to that version of it. So you would have that. Um, mm-hmm. But then... Would you pay $70 to just, pay, just play that DLC? And they're not even calling not. it a DLC. They're... Do you want me to tell you why they think that works? Hmm. Because, and I've almost done this, and I know that means that a lot of people have done it, and you'll see what I mean. Final Fantasy fourteen Online has recently been something I've really been kind of deep in, right? <laughs> and when you log into your page for the, the game, there are multiple versions. There's a PS4 version that you had to buy to play on PS4. There's an upcoming PS5 version that if you buy the PS4 version, you get it for free. There's a PC version and there's a Mac version of each one of like, so the base game and then all the expansions in order for me to play that game on my PS five, I had to buy another expansion that I already bought for my for my PC. Yeah. And that's what they're experiencing. People who are fans of that game spend money on that series, any version of final fantasy. They want whatever version comes on whatever console that they want to play it on. Mm hmm. And so that's why I think they're making um they're making money moves and they're they're making decisions like yeah. that, I guess. I'm I'm guessing the goal for them is to say, let's give this away free because we probably milk the ones we can milk and hope now we can reach a younger generation and they'll come in and give this a shot that maybe they wouldn't have given it before. That's I would imagine that's the idea give behind it. Give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine the other reason that they, as far as why it was on PlayStation, is that they probably are just realistic and understanding more people are going to watch a state of play than than their thing. You know, damn marketing. Chris, I'd be willing to bet more people watch the showcase of Square than another showcase that happened. But, you know, it still happened. Or will happen. We got to talk about it. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. Will happen. (laughs) I could be wrong. Probably. Uh, Capcom. Recently celebrated the 25th anniversary of the Resident Evil franchise. Those dogs still give me nightmares. To celebrate, Capcom (laughs) has announced another Resident Evil showcase for April. The previously hosted a showcase in January that focused on Village. While there is certain to be Village announcements, one can only guess if we will see any additional projects in the work, like a Resident Evil 4 remake. Yeah, I could see them like maybe opening this up, right? Like with a maybe six, seven minute demo of, you know, because the demo that's out right now for the game is, I, I don't think it's actually really something that's in the game, right? It's just teasing things up and uh, introducing you to the 
the main villain, right. And, and showing you what it's going to be like to go around the mansion. So maybe we'll actually get our, a real good gameplay demo in this. That would be pretty cool. Well, I saw on Twitter that they, they posted a sign of welcome to raccoon city, mm. um, home of umbrella. And it kind of had like some Ivy grown over it and stuff. It was very eerie looking. Uh, we had someone just join us in, in Twitch, uh, Truck Metal, says our Twitter link is broken. I hope that doesn't mean that there have been people who have tried to get in to say hey to us and stuff for episode 300 and they can't. But thank you so much for letting us know that. Uh, we got to get the IT department on that immediately and figure out what is happening. But John, are you still pretty stoked about the Resident Evil game? The Village and the 4 remake. Are you excited? Yes. Yes. Nice and short and sweet, just like, never mind. I'm also um, stoked for you to play the game in VR. I got, when, Chris, do I need to get a capture card to be able to play in VR for my PlayStation to, to for people to see? Because I'll go get it. Yeah, I believe so. It's going down because I want to play, I want to play Ultimate Alliance on Twitch with you, John, Um, you know, through the Switch. I'm going to need a capture card for that. So I'm going to have to spend some of that hard-earned DJ money, and we're going to have to make that happen for the people. For the people. That's what's up. But, John, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but you got to read some pretty bad news about a delay. It is very bad news. and it's very, No bueno. It's very cruel. Yeah. Make me read it. Is it a cruel summer? Yeah. That's a good song, isn't it? Gotham Knights. Has been delayed to 2022. I should have seen this coming. Should have smelled it because I haven't heard anything about this game in a long time. I guess not since E3 20. Was it 2020? Did they have? No, they didn't have E3. No, 2019. 2019. So the game was originally meant to be released this year, but that is no longer the case. According to the Twitter account, WB says the delay is so the team can have, quote, more time to deliver the best possible experience. Four players. Uh, Gotham Knights is a co-op open world game that follows the death of Batman and will feature what? Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood, each featuring their own playstyle, just like the three of us have our own playstyles. Chris, that's what this is all about. You are DC, Chris. You did not tell me Batman dies. It, it, <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to spoil that for everyone. Personally, I don't think John don't just think John just spoiled it. Well, th- when does Batman not, die? He died. Bruce Wayne's dead. He died in he, uh, the trilogy, right? No, no. Well, the I'm thinking of trilogy, I'm thinking I'm thinking of Joker. Joker died. The Joker did. Yeah. It's it's funny. We get a lot of reactions. Like Truck Metal just just said, it's crazy seeing our faces, and he called us beautiful bastages. It's oh. crazy seeing your names pop up in here and saying hey to us. It's fantastic. John, do not correct me. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> spoiler alert, but I mean, that's in the comics. That's not spoilery. You know, I love you 3000, bro. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to play this game. We'll just wait. Yeah. The, he did not. He did. Nacho saying Batman did die at the end of Dark Knight, I guess. Are we yeah. sure, boys? Do we know what we're talking about? It has been. We, that was what? It's been 2015, 2016. It's been a while. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't die. Yeah, he didn't he die. Owl, he, but he didn't die. Yeah. Oh. That's different. I don't like when we spread lies on this show. Nacho's okay? a liar. 
He is. A, he's gonna have to get. Let's he's gonna have to get banned. Mods ban that guy. Um, he faked his death, Nacho. He didn't die. He just <laughs> he copied the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Maybe. But listen, if you are fans Whatever. of The Last of Us, I need you to turn up the knobs on your devices and listen in. I got some news. Got some knobs. I got um, some knobs. Uh, yeah, I almost said some rap lyrics that I probably should not say on the podcast. That's right. He did. Oh, okay. Chris just made the Google search happen and he has figured out some things. Did he yeah. die? Do you want to, do you want to say that before I move on, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so from Wikipedia, after Batman ensures that Gotham is safe, Gordon dispatches the police to reclaim the streets and Batman activates the nightfall protocol to protect his loved ones. Surrounded by reporters, Batman returns home to Wayne Manor where he's greeted by Alfred. As the pair enters the manor, it explodes seemingly killing them both. Sometime later, Gordon, now mayor of Gotham, uh, prepares to attend Oracle and Robin's wedding. Elsewhere, two muggers attack a family in an alley, but are confronted by a nightmarish figure resembling Batman. So, I guess yeah, he goes you know, to his death. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it very well could be like the end of Dark Knight Rises, right? <laughs> who knows? I get so confused. They redo the superhero movies so much. Sometimes, like there's like seven versions of Spider-Man in my lifetime. Kevin there's Batman redones. There's there's a Joker movie that stands alone that has nothing to do with anything else. There's all kind of Superman movies. Kevin so Conroy. WWE Montreal, I think they specifically said that this does not technically take place in the Arkham universe. I think uh, this is so. Hence why it's Gotham Knights and not why it's Gotham Knights and not Arkham Gotham Knights. I guess. Yeah, or, yeah. They're in the chat. They're saying Gotham Knight is separate from what Rocksteady did. Mm-hmm. So that that makes sense. Two things. Dichotomy. Two things. Um, so yeah, I, I'd mentioned for all of you still holding on and turning up your knobs that I had some news on Last of Us, the season one. According to executive producer Neil Druckmann, the Last of Us TV show will be a uh, lifting story directly from the original game, but we'll see some episodes that, quote, deviate greatly from the events we've played previously. That's, I mean, that's good. Why would Why would you do that? According to Druckmann, Uh, We talked at length that season one of the show is going to be the first game. The philosophical underpinnings of the story were essential, were the essential thing to get right about the adaptation. As far as the superficial things, like should a character wear the same plaid shirt or the same red shirt, they might or might not appear in it. That's uh, way less important to us than getting the core of who these people are and the core of their journey. I mean, he can wear whatever shirt he wants, but you don't change the game. The only thing I want for the show is um, the character Bill from it, right? That they meet when they're leaving Boston. Suki. Not that Bill? That that dude is uh, who voiced him is an actor. He's been in things like... Um, you typically are. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you know, not just voice a voice actor, Chris. but he's an actual actor. <laughs> uh, he, was, uh, he was really big in Deadwood. And he actually kind of could look like the character, right? As I remember him from from the game. I really hope they cast him for this show, for that part. Because I think he would do an awesome job with it. Hoodie's got to come off, by the way, boys. Mm -hmm. It's hot. I can't wait. OnlyFans, what's up? (laughs) HBO, (laughs) HBO usually does good, so we shall see. Man, that was juicy. Mm. 
almost as juicy as Activision laying. Oh, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> what, happened? Uh, what happened? Activision Blizzard <laughs> uh, has what laid off. I'm back. Nearly 190 employees to include 50 people from the company's esports division. Bloomberg reports that the layoffs have affected less than 2% of the company's employees. Laid off workers will receive a minimum of 90 days of severance and health benefits for up to a year. That's not bad. Gang, the biggest headline for some reason is that the laid off employees also received a $200 gift card to battle <laughs> net, net. Wow. I'm only uh, laughing because I already know about the story, and that is. Yeah. Keep reading. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, which is the online storefront. According to Activision executive Tony uh, Petty or Pet Petetti? I don't know. Uh, the layoffs of the 50 Petitty. esports. There you go. 50 esports employees were the result of the company's attempt to at reinventing its esports division amidst the global COVID 19 pandemic, where they are less dependent on live events. CTW, a union sponsored pension pension fund uh, advocacy organization has claimed that Activision stock price will see the CEO benefit from quote shareholder value creative incentive clause in his contract. The payout will allow him to receive incentive bonuses he missed in the previous years, which could earn him up to 200 million. Uh, however, it was finally acknowledged that this was not directly related to the layoffs. Ooh. So they got a lot of heat for that gift card thing. Right. Yeah, that's not exactly the but thing. It, it's not what oh. you think. It's not like they were like, peace out, here's your gift card. They got a severance package. And as a bonus, they said, kind of like, here's a gift card too, which is, I thought it was tacky at most, but it wasn't like they were like, you're fired. Here's our gift card. Make sure you shop at the Blizzard store. That's not how it went down. Um, it looked bad. The lay- layoffs are bad. We we talk about them a lot. A lot of companies have, have done them. Some of them done them better than others. Yeah. You know, I think about this. There's there's people with families. Mm-hmm. You know? This that's that, true. That are gonna be impacted by stuff like this. You hope they get back on their feet, you know? I don't know what the idea behind the two hundred dollar gift card is. I don't know whose idea that was. I would have just said, give them two hundred dollars if that's what you're gonna do. Like Unless it's they probably well, maybe, would rather just have that, but it's probably because it's a free thing for them, right? It, maybe, it doesn't cost maybe it's them, a write off right? for the company. Yeah. Who knows? I, I, but I thought about this too. Um, people who work at Blizzard, and of course, I'm saying this with the mindset that they didn't just get laid off. Mm. Everything I've ever watched, documentaries, you know, BlizzCons, People love working for Blizzard, and a lot of these people are fans. I don't. Am I wrong on no, that? No, that is the way it used to be. What I've been right? reading for the last five years has been things there. The work environment has become such more stressful. They've been more demanding on them. Right, that pretty much everyone is taking different jobs at other studios, uh, mainly in the San Diego area. Right, they've been leaving this company the last five years. Um, so I'm stuck in like 20, yeah, I mean, like 15, and then we're in 2021, and it's way different. I mean, like that's there that way, and honestly, uh, the folks at Naughty Dog have that mo too, like where it's coming out, like yeah, you you get a nice thing on your resume, right? Like to say I worked for Naughty Dog and I worked on Last of Us or whatever, but it's a hard job, and you know, most of these people once they get done. If not before then, they go, I'll gladly go work somewhere else. 
you know, because right. I can right. now get my foot in the door pretty much anywhere because I worked on these games. Yeah. So it's well, all about I, getting I, your foot in your door. Yeah. I think that, I think that the two things and, and this two is, things. and you can say, you, you could take this how you want it, but I think it's fair to, 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 to make this critique that the two things that the games media wanted you to know, the two things they wanted you to know, whether they were the most important thing or not, they wanted you to know that they got a $200 battle yep. net gift card. Absolutely. And they wanted you to know that they wanted to shape the things together. Like the yes. 190 layoffs. Oh, and by the way, this guy makes 200 million as if to suggest that he gets this 200 million because of those 190 layoffs. There was a narrative. If you go look at the IGN article, there's two updates. There's two updates to it where they have to go back and go. We didn't quite present that right. It wasn't related. So, you know, there's, you know, when, when these are the same guys, these game journalists, the same guys who report these working conditions that, you know, allegedly are are the case or or, or are happening. But you pair that with the narrative that they're trying to, to create. Are they really trying to inform us about what the most important information is? Or are they trying to put a narrative in our brain? Now you can make a you can make you can make a judgment on your own about whether anybody should be has any business making that kind of money or not. You can make a valid point. <coughs> oh. But those those are two separate stories. <gasps> and they didn't treat it like two separate stories. I think it's unfortunate. And if you if you've noticed a trend in, in the show notes today. I, what I learned, what I've what I've slowly been figuring out is is sites like IGN and Polygon and GameSpot. They let Bloomberg and other 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 outlets be the journalists, mm-hmm. and they tell you, and, and then IGN tells you what Bloomberg says in addition to telling you when dates when games come out. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's okay for game outlets to become journalists too. We need that. Instead, they rely on Bloomberg to do it for them. And I'm like, so all we get from IGN and all these other sites and yours truly here at Weekly Games Chat is when these games come out, you know, was it was the game good? <laughs> you know, that yeah. kind of thing. There's I mean, I don't the guitar, I mean, the, the, the Shriers are gone because they're they're now at Bloomberg. Yeah. But at, but but we can all admit that at the time there was only one Shrier. Nobody else was doing it. There was a and couple. I, I just think that that's, you know, I'll always go to IGN and Polygon and, and to get in this information, but it's just kind of sad that, you know, that we don't expect more from, from them because they have the bil- the ability to do it. I mean, I just, I just wish they would. I'm guessing it's all yeah. analytics, right? Because it's just like, they're like, why, why should we waste resource on this when we can instead <laughs> be focusing on our podcast on, you know, our let's plays because that's yeah. what they know is going to drive people to the site. And that's what it's all about. It's about getting is, the click. The question is, are they really focused on it? Huh? The question is whether they were really ever focused on it. I, I've never taken anyone that's written in entertainment to be like true, like journalists, right? Like I take you more, <laughs> I take you more to be. I, I didn't uh, say that. Yeah, no, I, I take, I, say that. <laughs> I take them because like, it's not a true thing of journalism right just the the basic system of how I like how voice actors aren't actors <laughs> no i just said that they don't <laughs> always appear on screen i'm joking but anyway joke uh, but like um <laughs> you, you know for them 
I've always considered them, uh, what's the word, opinion editors, right? Like that's what their MO has always been to me. And it's never been a good system because it's not like they have, it's not like true news where you have the media that can always go to the public square, right? And basically confront the people who have Hold power. Up the microphone. Yeah, what do say, you think about this? Do you have a comment on this? Do you have a comment on this? You know, it, it's more of like the the companies themselves saying, if you would like to cover this game, here are the conditions. You have to come out here and do X, Y, and Z. You have to, you right. know, you're not allowed to show this in your review. Um, you know, all these kind of like, of course, the the biggest one in recent note where you could actually argue was probably the worst case of it was Cyberpunk, right? Just how restrictive that was. And now you kind of see why, uh, no matter what CD Projekt Red went, might say on a stream otherwise. You know, so I think that's where you get into the problem. I, I don't take them as journalists. Like Jason Schreier is the, he is the outlier of, of this industry where he was the one guy for whatever reason who really worked his way to say, I want to be an investigative guy and credit, I guess to Kotaku for all those years for actually sticking by him. Cause it could have been very easy for them to go. We don't need you because you're not going to do anything. That's anywhere near as important as these stories that are driving X number of clicks every single day to our site, you know? So it's hard to do that stuff. And that's probably why he ended up at a place like Bloomberg because he knows them being a traditional journalist, you know, news outlet first, he'll have that kind of protection. Uh, versus if he had gone to IGN, that might not have been the case. Like like Trojan protection? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and boys and girls, uh, this is the point of the show. We are now reached the, uh, the end of the road on news. We are at the final story of the week. And I will shut up and let Chris say what he says. And then John is going to bring you some dying light news. Finally, this week. <laughs> Dying Light 2 updates, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We've got the updates for you. I've been waiting so long. This is great. This made me so happy. To wrap my hands around this. Anyway, Techland has released a new video with updates <laughs> regarding the status of Dying Light 2 development. See, that's... <laughs> That's what, that's what Chris does when he drinks. He forgets yeah. to finish the last word of a sentence. Yes, 100% <laughs> true. According <laughs> to developers, quote, this is a huge and complex huge. project, and we needed time to make sure it will live up to our vision. All of us. <laughs> the WandaVision? No. All of us here are putting our hearts into delivering a game that you will keep playing for months. We will be ready to start talking about Dying Light 2 very very soon. Confirmed Dying Light, part of Xbox Showcase for E3. <laughs> yeah. Confirmed Game Pass game. Right. Lead designer T- Timon uh, Smektala, I apologize if I got that wrong, said in a recent video that the team, quote, needs your trust and support as this is what motivates us, especially now when the circumstances are hard for everyone. The game is still aiming for a 2021 release. What? Mm. <laughs> yeah. This. Mm. That's big news for my buddy dying, John. Dying light. Amy. I don't know. You know, I don't know. You we we recently did our games of the generation. Yeah. I think I might have forgot to put dying light on there. You one hundred percent forgot to put dying light on there. Which like, was a gross 
That was, that was very gross of me. I shouldn't have done that because Dying Light 2 was one of the best games of last gen. Hands down. If we're going to be... Uh, Lies. False. If we're going to be delirious, I need to go back and put Mass Effect Andromeda on mine, I guess, huh? Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> Yikes. That hurts that he, you would even make that comparison. Yikes. That cuts wow. me deep. That uh, cuts you deep. Doesn't it yeah, cut yeah, deep? Just hoping it comes out. You know what also cuts deep? When I put this sound on, and I look at Sean, and I go, hey, Sean. Hey, Chris. Hey, John. Hey, Chris. Do you guys maybe want to wrap this up? Never. Electronic mail <laughs> from the future, all the way from the year 3000. 3000. <laughs> so, if you want to be cool, and we, I believe, we do have a couple of emails on this wondrous 300 episode. Do I? Really? If you want to be cool and write into the show, it's simple. Ricks Weekly Games Chat <laughs> at gmail.com will get you probably read on air just like uh these two we got here does do anyone of you want to read these or do you want me to read one and when y'all read the other how do you want to do this well you gotta do the discord right yeah i'll do the discord if we got anything over there so why don't chris take one and then john take the other and we'll go from there so just like uh scott (laughs) (laughs) aka ginger bear the ginger bear who says guys I'm in Chattanooga for the next couple of weeks. I have a couple of weekends off, and then when the outage starts, I'll have Saturdays off. I would love to coordinate a way to hang out with y'all, have a beer, something for your 300th episode. It would be cool to meet you guys. I was also the Girth Brooks Dong on Twitter and laughed way too hard at y'all's reactions. Congrats on 300. See you, boys. Um, Here's the thing, Scott. I don't know how to tell you this, but Chattanooga is... Nowhere near really where we are in the state. That's about a four hour, three, four hour drive, if you, right? If you had said Atlanta, if you had said Atlanta, yeah. I mean, if you want to make the journey um, and you let us Chris, know, Chris, I will gather for a beer. I will have a beer. I need to know anyone. if Scott is, uh, if he's vaccinated and if he practices social distancing. It's I'm okay. Joking, I'm going to have Jeff kind of- cough on him. So, cause Jeff's my protection <laughs> well, just, for me. It, it just so happens. Aiden was in Chattanooga on Sunday. Ooh. Shut your face. He was doing some rock climbing. I was going to ask if that's what was happening. That's legit. He is a very legit rock climber, but thank you for the congratulatory, um, you know, words on our 300th episode. Mm-hmm. We have come a long way, but kind of haven't. <laughs> I joke. I say he things. Froze. He froze. Uh, so now, uh, but for real, thanks. Appreciate it. We'll, um, we'll talk it out. Maybe we'll get up with you. We'll see. Um, John, do you mind reading the one from our buddy, uh, Vince? Absolutely. This is short and sweet, but, uh, equally valuable. Happy 300th. Love you all equally this episode. Thank you for 300 and hopefully many more to come. Vince overblown truth. That's what's up. I like that. Vince, you're, you're overblown truth. You're it's awesome. We thank you guy 
you guys, and especially you for sure, you've written in before. And, uh, you know, without y'all, where would we be? Let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? Fair. Talking to dead air. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris mentioned our Discord, so I'll go ahead and plug it now if you're not a part of it. What are you waiting for? Uh, it is pinned on our Twitter account, which I'll get to in a minute, for you to get an invite to come hang out and land and join and be a part of the discussion over on Weekly Games Chat. And then this week, it looks like I've got some some email action in the email section of Discord. Um, so I have posted today, uh, right before the start of this show, I said, e- emails anyone? No? Okay. Uh, but Walter Actual came through and said, first, here to help. What's up, Walter? Thank you so much. Uh, Acid Sugar. Um, that's Andy, of course. Happy 300th, you beautiful bastages. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do, sir. Um, <laughs> Punkhead has been on fire with comedy recently. It makes me very happy. Punkhead says, what games, what are games you thought would suck or had a low opinion of that you ended up liking? Anybody? Something light. <laughs> you know, was I think it was uh, Punkhead who said, who called, uh, and I should say, before I say this, uh, the uh, presentation that Avengers had for, during Square Enix kind of got me excited for what they were, I don't know, I kind of want to get into it at some point, but he called them the Walmart Avengers, <laughs> I think. That's funny. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So yeah, he's comedy gold. I think mine, I, the, the closest that I can get to is that I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, and that was Wolfenstein Youngblood. That ended up being one of my most favorite treasured experiences ever uh, with my friend, and it turned out to be a really cool game. I know that game got a lot of flack from people mm. for not being a true Wolfenstein game, uh, but it was pretty BA. I got to be honest. Yeah, so, I enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, Toretta Tortoise says, man, I can't believe it's episode 300. Uh, episode 100 will always be special as I listen to it while staying overnight in a hospital after my son was born. What's up? Wow. Oh. Um, I did get interrupted and I had to change my first ever uh, nappy. Mm. Maybe that's a diaper. I don't know. I think so. Uh, okay. I've, I've, he, he continues and says, I've asked before and I'll, I'll darn well ask again. We fans want a remake of the first 150 episodes of WGC. Give the people what they want, boys. Now, listen, I can't promise if we say yes to this, that it will be exactly two hour episodes because I, I, I definitely do not even know what the topic list is for those first 150. I know the first, if, if some kind of way we found that out, maybe yeah. we could do a skit or something. One of the first ones is definitely Witcher three. And I know one of the early ones is the E three from 2015. Cause John was on that episode. That was the first time any of you guys were ever on there. Um, I'll say this. We'll start a Patreon. If we get to $10,000 a month, then we will go back because I think at that oh point we God. can all retire from our jobs and just do this and live off of that. Uh, Chris, I make more than $10,000 a month. Oh, <laughs> I misheard you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny. Punkhead once again, chimes in and says, wouldn't episodes 10 through 140 be about Witcher three? Pretty much. <laughs> Hilarious. John didn't, and John didn't put in show notes that they uh, cast Lenny Diestra for uh, Witcher, the TV show this week. And that was well, that's because you big. told us just now. We didn't. Well, Chris, we, can't, we can't forget about Evolve as well. So it was like the Witcher 3 Evolve podcast. podcast. We'll just we'll just record it and we'll be we'll, we'll flip a coin for which whatever one of you plays Chris. And I'll just talk about Witcher in about every five minutes. You just say Evolve. 
and that would be a pretty accurate recreation of those episodes. Yeah, <laughs> so <ahead>. funny. <laughs> Software X says happy three hundred. I don't remember when I started listening, but it's been a while. The podcast is so much more than game reviews or some random Richard uh, chatting in my ear about console series. In case you don't know, if you don't hear it enough, good job, boys. Keep it up. Also, shout out to the awesome Discord community. And that's a good way to end the Discord emails. Man, uh, and John, I'll let you definitely chime in on something if you want, for sure. I saw your hand go up, I think. Yeah, just uh, we're all nerds here. So I think it's important to recognize William Shatner for his 90th birthday. He has nothing to do with episode 300. I'm kidding. Yeah. That was a joke. He's the reason we do this. This this may or may not be true. Boston legal will always be his best work. <laughs> Facts. Oh, Suck it, Star Trek. Suck it. <laughs> but, I used um, to watch that with my roommate. <laughs> hashtag but, Chris Pine. <laughs> also, hey, hey, wait, wait. Also the best work of James Spader, Boston legal. <laughs> and also facts. Aww. What's up? But uh, what I was going to say is when, when, I'm, when I brought the idea to John and Chris about getting a Discord, Chris, of course, knew about it. I had to, I had to tell John, see, see, John, Discord is. And, and eventually we got on board about it, and we were all like, who knows if they're going to get on it? What's going to happen? How, are they going to play nice? Not only do you guys play nice, uh, you, you play not nice. You're funny. You have debates. You talk. You post pictures. We get to see collections of things. You get to keep the conversation going after the show. We can't thank you enough for that. So thank you guys for the awesome Discord community that you have built. And we have been just uh, honorary members of the community. Thank you. Thank thank you. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, I can shut it down whenever I want as an honorary member of that community, but I won't do that. Hope you find your dad, buddy. (laughs) Right, buddy? Um, Bye, buddy. buddy. Find your dad. Uh, Moving (laughs) on. Thanks, Mr. Normal. Another way you can you know, get in touch with the show is through our Twitter account slash page. We are over there at uh, weekly games chat at weekly games chat. It's that easy. And I told you before, if you wanted to get into the discord, there is a, a permanent pinned tweet that gives you an invite to the greatest discord community on earth on the entire earth. earth. Um, so last week we, it was, it was happy St. Patrick's day. If you guys remember, um, and core Chris, not you, Chris, another guy named core Chris. It might be Chris. It says Chris H. It's definitely not the Chris we know, but it said, Hey guys, just listen to your podcast. And I don't mind Microsoft bought Bethesda. I bought a Xbox series X just in case. What's up? Nice. Um, and girth Brooks is dong. I <laughs> <laughs> told us to check our inbox. I don't remember which inbox it was. I'll go check this one. Um, but he also, uh, girth Brooks is uh, dong. Also, Put that a picture in the inbox. He goes near. Put a picture of Debo, um, and it says, "Yo, yo, mean I got about three hundred episodes." You mean I got about three hundred episodes? And it's Debo from the Friday movies. It's fantastic. I love everything about Girth Brooks's dong. I'm just saying. Uh, let me check the DMs. We don't have anything new. I'm I'm cool with that. This has been a pretty fun show so far, uh, and oh, it's no. been pretty good. Uh, we do have one new follower. So let's follow them back and say what's up to at Toricus at Toricus. Thank you for the follow following you back. Well, if you welcome, exactly. If you want to be part of uh, the game weekly games chat community on Twitter, be just like Toricus and, and come to weekly game chat, find us and hit that follow button. Uh, what did I just see something about? Apparently the burning crusades beta has hit. 
and that's going to stir up some people all over the interwebs. Uh, they're excited about that. But to kind of bring it all back together, remind you all once again, uh, this is our part of the show where we interact with you guys, read what you, you say to us. It can be by email, and that's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. It can be on our Discord community, which you can find a pinned invite to on Twitter. And if you want to follow us and be a part of Twitter, of course, at Weekly Games Chat. This has been episode 300. And before Chris starts any music or anything like that, boys, is there anything you want to say? This is the time we generally reflect. The floor is yours if you want to. Um, I'll also open up the floor to anyone still hanging out in, um, in Twitch because you guys are currently live and you have access to say something if you want to. Yeah. They, uh, uh, before we... <laughs> That that was before I apparently booed them out by mistake because I accidentally stopped the recording for five seconds. <laughs> it's probably fine. It's probably uh, fine. It's probably, it, it's just a thing. Kay right. Solomon told us happy 300s. Thank you for your service to the gaming community. Kay Solomon, thank you for being a part of that community that we service. We appreciate you very, very much. Um, is Chris still a ghost or is that grace period over? Am I a ghost? We don't, we don't, we don't speak of ghost club. First rule of Ghost Club, all those things. Chris is a legend. He is, think about this, and we said this before. Uh, without Chris meeting another guy named Chris and Tony coming up with a cool jingle, there is no 300 episodes. None of it exists. Um, without Chris and me being friends, meeting, you know, at work, he says he found me first. I don't remember how it went down. Um, I'm not invited on a show. If John sucks before me, they cancel the whole idea of friends on the show. Uh, if Chris doesn't decide the other Chris, I don't want to do this podcast anymore. Our Chris, the Chris that you know, doesn't say, hey, John and Sean, you guys were okay. Do you want to do our podcast together? And then we don't get to lose the first 150 episodes and we don't get to 300. Uh, a lot of things had to happen to get here. None of it's possible without you two guys. So I love you two to death. Thank wow. you, Chris, for inviting me on, you know, as a part of it. And John, thank you for hanging in there with me when it was just us two for a little while. And we, we rocked this thing out, you know. So uh, there's nothing like the weekly Game Chat community uh, that I've ever experienced, ever. Uh, we all have that passion for gaming. And, and for, apparently we bring it to them in a way that they have appreciated for 300 episodes. So thank you for that. Well, Boys, the Sean, floor is yours. Well, Sean, when, when, when I first heard that Tony <clears throat> was doing, was, was setting up a podcast, and Chris was going to be on it. I was like, Oh, that's going to suck. That's just <laughs> going to be horrible. Thanks. I mean, wow. Are you, you know, I like games too, Tony. <laughs> that's what he, that's what he is implying. It was a more of a fear of missing out. Like I, if I'm not on it, there's no way yeah, it's going to be like, not I good. I feel like, I feel like good. I'm missing out on this. I'm like, I'm, I'm yelling at the podcast going, no, no. Twilight princess was cell shaded. You moron. <laughs> you know? Oh my that god. That was the other thing. Not, not, not uh yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but I'm just glad I'm just glad that one, Chris was picked to do the show, and two, he had enough sense to help to to, to get us on board to make it better. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But uh in all seriousness, it's been an interesting it's been an interesting three hundred episodes, some ups and downs, um, personally, not with the show. Um, but I'm just glad we're all here. Um, I'm glad we're all adjusting. I feel, I feel like we've been doing it this way always. 
Yeah. I almost don't know. I mean, I, I remember it and I, and I long for it, but I almost don't, I almost forgot how it feels to just be sitting around a table uh, and, and hashing this stuff out. And I hope we can do that again someday. Uh, yeah. I miss, I miss deciding is if, if it's Chick-fil-A or Chipotle, you know, night with side, <laughs> with side. but I also uh, like, I'm like you, I don't, I, I need, I can't wait to the day when we can all be around each other again. It's going to be great. It's going to yeah. be a very weird experience the first time I let you guys back into my apartment. Do we go back? Cause this is kind of cool. You know, I don't got to go anywhere. You know, production, production would really like it. If, <laughs> if the three of you, or Chris, we all can't you. fit at your little desk right there for the stream. It won't, I can put, I'll get us a new camera. It's be fine. Man. I'm going to upgrade us. I just wanted the people to picture that are on Twitch right now, picturing us fitting around you. That's true. I'll just just snuggled in or bare minimum when it all when it all goes back to normal, even if we still do it on the discord and, you know, all that stuff like we're doing it now. Yeah, we do it. Once it's over, we just run to Chipotle (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Yeah. um, I'll keep it brief here, hopefully, Uh, because I got one announcement to make, too. Let's let's do a tease. I got one announcement to make after this, but you got to say your piece first. Yeah, uh, as always, thank you for everyone who's given us your time. You know, like I would say on average, these shows, especially the last 200 of them, run about two hours. So if you think about it, we've spent, I mean, I've missed maybe what during that little period when I took a break uh, until Shauna's unfortunate accident, I was off for maybe about four or five weeks. So I've spent close to 600 hours of my life now doing weekly games chat. And that's kind of crazy. But I would say, it's been fun in part first because the interaction we got with the fans, because for a long time we really weren't doing anything right. We were just like putting this thing out and I would look at numbers and I'd be like, I guess someone in Spain is listening to us, you know, but I had no (laughs) idea who you were or what you thought, you know, if you were just going one star. Um, But, you know, also more importantly, it's been a great tool with two of my friends that, you know, as you get older, folks, you're going to find out it's a lot harder to see your friends as much as when you're younger, when responsibilities and life comes in. It's a it's a great excuse, no matter what, to to guarantee that I'm going to see two of my good close friends every single week. And plus, I get to tell Johnny's wrong. So double benefits for me. Right. Uh, but yeah, besides that, I would just say that, you know, thank you for coming on this journey. Let us keep evolving. We all know what the show is going to be in 100 episodes. We all know what the show is going to be in 50 episodes. But I'm just really glad that I'm here spending time with everyone. And that when I took a break, uh, you know, and I didn't know. I thought maybe I was done for good, right? That I knew I left it in good enough hands that I wasn't going to all of a sudden go and check stuff on like June 1st and be like, by the way, this doesn't exist anymore. This is gone. <laughs> you know, so that's that's why I felt confident when I did take my break and and walked away uh and maybe 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 i am a we'll just say i'm not going to confirm i'm not a ghost but i like being a host so there you go well that's that's the most this is true (laughs) and we we like i we like us all together too it just it feels right Mm -hmm. um what wouldn't feel right if we didn't celebrate you guys in some kind of way and that means the form of trying to hook you up with a little something, something to say, thank you for 300 episodes. Uh, it was funny. I had floated the idea around to Chris. Chris was on board and I had to float around the idea. We really hammered it during the show 
and I texted John and John gave me a big thumbs up. Um, and we're going to find a way to say thank you and, and give you a chance to win something, mm-hmm. uh, probably in the form of digital currency of some sort. Uh, we want to be respectful of the pandemic. I don't want to put you at risk and, and you know, mm-hmm. something physical, you know, and, and have somebody have to come to your house if you're not cool with that. Uh, a digital something would work because you get it instantaneously and there's nothing involved as far as changing of hands or whatnot. So be on the lookout within this next week for the following week, we announce some winners and we'll get together. And, and, you know, since it's 300, um, V bucks giveaway pog and indeed nacho, uh, since it's 300, we're going to think in the ways of threes, not necessarily $300, but maybe at least three giveaways or something along those lines. Um, and, and, and we'll go from there. We want to make it nice for you guys to say, thank you. All of us do. Um, maybe you can use that money to go buy uh, ghouls and goblins or ghosts and goblins, whatever the game re resubmission. What was it called? John <laughs> Resur- resurrection. Yeah. Ooh. And so, um, I think we'll leave it there. If you guys got nothing else, we'll just say, uh, it's been a heck of a 300th. Mm-hmm. We, we, we miss, we miss the dang 300 thing we should have dressed up like spartans and stuff i don't um, think i don't think that would be a good image with all of us having a shirt off I, you I don't, don't think, know i don't think the world is ready <laughs> for that uh but uh thank you guys so much uh for sure um if you find us on a podcast downloadable type situation make sure you uh and they can give a rating make sure you give us five stars at the very least give us four or whatever the the max is um tell your friends about us like you always have we appreciate you very much this has been episode 300 i'll simply say to chris and john game on boys game on sean game on john and game on to everyone who's listening game on gents music's playing for a minute that means it's time for my tagline now and you boys know what it is you boys and girls know what's coming up right now peace out everybody you know, I was supposed to say uh, a thing, but I'm going to delay us a little bit because I like to move the dial up on this part in live production right at the end. Uh, so, you know, hope everyone's having a good week. And now I'll just say, your mom's box. Bug life.